can I ask the question that everybody's probably wondering if they need to actually listen to this episode or not? Okay. Is there new fanfic? Yes, there is. What? And it's a long one. Is there actually? What's the fanfic? Yeah, it's like really long. Look. So our last episode with you is where mm-hmm. I invented the idea of the fanfic, but mm-hmm. we only were talking about it. I hadn't written it. It just got a little hot. <laughs> and you don't know when it's coming, so you can't just skip ahead to the end. It might We might do the it's fanfic right in the, the middle. Yeah. <laughs> we, might <laughs> we might do it in the middle. Well. Okay. I'm scared a little. Uh, don't be scared. <laughs> Tiddly. Are those two different? Ah, I'm working on my long wing. <laughs> Uh, Emily and Becky are both winking uh, abnormally long times. I'm receiving winks. She's never winked in her life. Well, when you receive a wink, that's still winking, honey. (laughs) Hey, right, dude. All right, here we are. It's Double Shot at Love. Featuring the Jersey Shore Family Reunion crew, minus... Brian and Zach, who are not part of the family. family. Out of the family. For good. But plus a literal member of the family, (laughs) Emily. That's right. Emily Drummond, Nate Mm Chiefman. We can cut that out if you don't want all your personal information out there. (laughs) We just doxed you. (laughs) (laughs) Just give nine numbers, they'll never know. Uh, This this is also. (laughs) Six, six, six. I, we were saying on the way over here, this is the perfect episode for Emily to be involved in because she was making all these associations with other reality shows and Ooh. stuff. There's this a was... strong Real Housewives of Beverly Hills crossover <gasps> in this most recent episode with the final dates and the one before. Enlightening. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I have a lot yeah. to share about That's that. both of the episodes we're covering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm sure there are fans out there. We don't normally cover that kind of crossover, mm-hmm. but for the wow. people who are interested in it. Oh boy. Oh boy. So guys, to get us started, I just wanted to say we got some fan mail. Yes. This is my favorite thing and you didn't delete it? No, not this time, babe. P.S. I never did find out who sent us that Instagram DM and I really want to. I sent messages to two new followers and they both said no. So if you wrote us a DM that was really long and really cool and sweet and amazing and informative, Please send it again because I deleted it. Unless you're like a weirdo and it was something weird and didn't even have to do with the show and you were, you were trying to set up like a dark web drug deal or something. So we I don't do need it again. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess we do want to know what that's honestly, about. Honestly, I would be into that because they couched it Take in enough covers. stuff that I care about that like I'd be willing to listen to more about your drug deal. <laughs> Fair okay. enough. So this email is from Tracy, who is a big fan. She says. Hi all. I just wanted to finally write in and let you know how much I like the podcast. I would never have dreamed that I'd be able to find a podcast which talks about Jersey Shore as well as drops a PG Wodehouse reference. (laughs) I didn't have any interest in Double Shot at Love until I realized you would be covering it. I'm so glad you did. It's so good. Thanks for all the hard work and laughs. Tracy, P.S. If you started a GoFundMe campaign, I'd back it. And then she sent another email to say, or perhaps a Patreon, where one of the levels gives people access to Venny. Jenny fanfic? Mm. Whoa, Tracy. Tracy wild thank you so girl. much. That is the sweetest message that we have ever gotten. That's awesome. 
Oh man, you are the best for listening, and we love all of our listeners, we love all of our reviewers and raters and subscribers. Yeah, but I, I'll be honest, Tracy's kind of our favorite right Tracy's now. Tracy's a so, front runner. Yeah. Yeah, and if you used to be our front runner, maybe you need to like message us again or something, because we... Your cabs are here. Your cabs, well, they're in the driveway, they're idling. Yeah. <laughs> so you can reach out to us on our Instagram at Jersey Shore Family Reunion, on our Twitter at Family Reunion. Or on email at jerseyshorefamilyreunion at gmail.com. And remember, that's family with an N. You know that. You are listening to this show. <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, Tracy also about. brings up a good point that yeah. we've talked about before. Okay. That probably most of the people who watch Double Shot at Love are only doing it because we decided to pop <laughs> We're responsible for easily 95% yeah. <laughs> of the viewership. Yeah. That's the only reason you're watching it, right? That's, that's right. Definitely. Would you, would you have watched it? Oh, yeah. I mean, of course I would. Okay. I don't know why I'm being so shady about Did it. Did you watch the original Tequila shot Tequila? at love with Tila Tequila? Uh, I think I probably dipped in and out. I found Tila Tequila to be a fascinating individual going back to like MySpace days. Truly fascinating. Um, I didn't realize Double Shot at Love was like a spinoff, a sequel, a remake. There was Shot at Love with Tila Tequila, then another Shot at Love with Tila Tequila, I think. Mm. Then Double Shot at Love with the Icky Twins. What are the they were like twins? Nikki and Jicky or something. I don't like that. <laughs> Who cares? Mm-mm. And but the Wikipedia page is hilarious. Uh-huh. The Wikipedia, the, the wiki, the Nikki and Nikki, and um, and then there's this, uh-huh. which I think is finally like just keep enough of these properties around. You'll find a good use for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I maybe dipped into Tila Tequila because she's such a wackadoo. What was she on originally that I would have seen her from? Not MySpace. after MySpace. That was well, our first reality show. <laughs> Did she have a connection know. with Flava Flav? No, maybe? maybe she was on that. What was that one love show? That was love show. <laughs> what are they called? Reality, show? reality competitions. There love was, show. I like. There was one after Flava Flav that was like some aging white rock star who wears a bandana, and it was like the tour bus. Kid Rock? No, no, no. God, no. We'd be totally playing. Brett Michaels. That. Oh, yeah. Yes, it was like Rock of Love with Brett Michaels. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Maybe Miss Tequila was on that one. Let's see here. Career, MySpace, she did Surviving Nugent. I did not watch that. Don't know it. (laughs) She was in a video game called Street Racing Syndicate. Mm -hmm. Nice. Pants Off, Dance Off. Mm -hmm. Okay. Total Request Live. Not really. None of these things. Yeah, I don't know why I know her. But a lot of her Wikipedia page is pointing me towards her uh, fascination with anti-Semitism and Hitler. Oh, dear. Yeah, she's a dark and troubling figure. Oh, Sheila, I don't know if you know what you're talking about, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Not I think you're authority. out of your depth, kid. <laughs> she does have a child. Good, good for that child. <laughs> I don't know if it is. Alright, that's enough about Tila Tequila. I think it was less than 100 years ago that you yeah. don't know what you're talking about. So, um, I had an idea mm-hmm. for the podcast listeners and Ooh. for us. We've never had a drinking game for our podcast. Ooh, shocking. Whoa. Shocking. Double yeah. shot king. <laughs> I think we should have like drink when blank. Maybe mm-hmm. starting this episode. I mm-hmm. like that. That may be a good opportunity for people to get familiarized with the different kind of segments that we do on our show. Mm-hmm. Like, Miss Joke Opportunity. Drink when Miss Joke Malapropism. Opportunity. Malapropism. Mm-hmm. Oh, and reminder, if you guys hear a Miss Joke Opportunity or Malapropism or whatever that we missed, oh, please write in because we're dying to know. We want to be correct yeah. more than anything else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you have any anything that you've ever noticed that we missed on the show, Emily? I don't think so. 
You think we're perfect, probably? Perfect. I knew it. Totally just because you're married swear. to this guy? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <sighs> I'm going to step out of the room in like five minutes and Emily's going to be like, this All right, time Girl for talk. me to spill. <laughs> All my issues are things Colin said. <laughs> <laughs> I brought a list. <laughs> but I keep it in my heart. <laughs> okay, so this week we're covering episodes 11 and 12. Mm-hmm. Episode 11. Into club with your parents. Oh, nice. Yucky. I didn't pay attention to the titles at all on these ones. I'm glad I didn't. It was hard to find the title of this one, I felt. Into club with your parents. Pockets full of bub. My god phone all the time. That was just my water drinking app reminding me to drink water. Uh, no, thank you. New drinking game rule. Every time Becky's Every time phone Becky's... interrupts us. Every time Becky's phone asks her to drink water, you drink booze. Yeah. Thank you. Was the parents the most recent one or the second to most recent one? I couldn't keep them straight. Second to of. most recent. Second to most recent because it then, ended with Jay Wow and Ronnie. Oh, in the right, last, right, 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 right. Jay Wow and Ronnie and then the second episode. That's was right. Down um, in the last states. Yeah, I don't even know where to start. I, you guys can say things and then I'll join. Well, so what happened? I will say, the the first thing we see is Brittany is a mess. <laughs> She's chugging like Gatorade with a Luna bar or something, vowing to make oh, out yeah. with both Vinny That's and That's right. I wrote that down. Somebody was Nikki, or some, Darren was like, what are you going to do with their feedback? And Brittany, Brittany goes like, I guess I'm going to make out with both of them. <laughs> I don't know, girl. Yeah. I, I rewound it to double check what she was eating and drinking, and it turned out it was emergency in saltines. Mm. So she must have been puking. Poor thing. What was the last episode ending with? Was that another it's when basement she club had night? her like, kind of breakdown because she was one of the last two, but they didn't end up right sending her home. Right after the plane but, trips. Yeah. So I guess she like was travel sick? Is that a thing? I don't think that's a Maybe. thing. She so she got tired. wasted. I think she was just drinking too much. Yeah. Lots of feelings. She's missing her kid. Brittany. Honestly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would love to see her interact with her child on this show. Is that asking too much? <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised her child didn't come with her lovely parents. Yeah, it yeah. would have been kind of cool. I would have liked to have seen a little baby come in there. And see Polly with a baby is my dream. Yeah. Well, I think her baby's like 16. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> Miss joke opportunity. Miss joke opportunity, she could have hired a child actor to play her child. She has a teen? I think so. But there could have been a prank war, re-shoot, whatever you call it, rebound? Retaliation? Yeah. Mm -hmm. She would be the prank war champion. Um, I learned early in the um, episode with the parents, I made note of several of uh, Polly's tattoos that I'm learning about more and more. Okay, what do you got? Number one. There was a shot at the beginning of the episode of him like putting his shirt on. I never noticed that he has an enormous tattoo of the Cadillac, Cadillac logo yeah. on his torso. Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful and it's like, why? It's really <laughs> lovely. Is he sponsored by them? Like, does that mean he's a Cadillac? I just couldn't. I yes, couldn't. he is. Yeah. And then I also he's the Cadillac of DJs. <laughs> um, and then I also noticed when he was gesticulating wildly during one of his little talking head things that he has a tattoo on the palm of his right hand. Really? Yeah. Of what? Not sure. <gasps> it looked to me like a little like Harry a Potter lightning bolt. It looked to me like a gothic letter D or something, maybe? Mm. Like for, for D? For, for D. Poly D. For well, D, D stands for DJ. Mm. Just kidding. It says for disc. DJ Polly Disc. That's right. Yeah. This is the kind of information we would never get from me and three boys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so next. 
Nikki texts Polly to hang out outside with her, mm-hmm. which is it's, solid gameplay. It still throws me off that they they have phones and are able yes. to text each other, and that's can they a part text of this? outside of the house, or they can only text in the house? I I am assuming that there's there these are like weird iPhone. Fives S's or something. <laughs> with like, very limited. Only they can communicate with themselves and their yeah. eyes or something. But yeah. I have the same thought. It's so bizarre and jarring to see people like scrolling through something on their phone on like a caged house reality yeah. show competition. Very odd. It's bizarro. Yeah. One time I went on a Gethard show, like OK Cupid dating thing. I think it was on a Valentine's love show. Day. They're called Love Show. A love show. <laughs> and they had us all get on OkCupid and change our zip code to like 0002 or something like that. And that made it so it could only be the people in the room who had that zip code listed. Oh, interesting. To match up with. Weird. Long story short, it went really well. Psych went really bad. I was one of the only people who didn't match with anyone. <laughs> Left early, very no. upset. Then they emailed me to be like, hey, Lonely Hearts Club, oh. Chris wants to take you guys to a movie. And I was like, how did you get this number? Leave <laughs> me alone. So shout out to that. Um, so Nikki's outside with Polly, and she's like a koala. She ain't letting go. Right. She says that at one point. He's like picking her up. Her spine is like at an insane angle. Oh, yeah. And she's like, I'm not leaving. (laughs) (laughs) That reminds me of when I used to be a little kid and I'd be like thinking it was cute to like keep holding on to somebody who wanted to put me down. And I'm like, no. (laughs) Look at me keep holding on to you. So disturbing. (laughs) I I like got a whiff of it as a child being like, wow, I've just truly disturbed someone. And like. Yeah. So this episode is all about all the bad things that have, I've done or have happened to me. <laughs> this will be therapeutic. It'll be good. It's therapeutic. This is just my normal reality that I just live with. <laughs> reality TV. <laughs> I mean, I, I appreciated her game definitely, but I the interaction I found, I don't like the two of them together. No. Yeah. Well, and the whole rest of this episode and the next episode just double down on that mm-hmm. over and over again. Like quadruple down, octuple down. Right. She is too... She's too too. She's too too. She's too too. too. And then I thought it was hilarious when like the like the window reveal was such a funny like visual. It was like a plate of lettuce, and she's right there. God love her. She was eating a plate of undressed lettuce. Yeah. It looks nice. delicious and refreshing. It looks really good. Yeah. Chris? For if you're on a Matt Damon diet <laughs> yeah. for that war movie he was yeah. in. Yeah, if you only wear Lululemon leggings <laughs> and have sports bra, I recommend it. Do you guys remember the Lululemon murder? What? Huh? Somebody wrote a thing a couple years ago about how she was in Lululemon, and when you work at Lululemon, they're like, you have to come to like workout classes at 6 a.m. If you don't, you uh-huh. don't believe in the company. And then like somebody she worked with was like super intense and like murdered someone in what? at Lululemon or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's like a cult murder. Lululemon. I think it happened in like the DC metro area or something. There was like a double murder, hum, double, double hum, hum, double. Somebody died personally in like the dressing room of a Lululemon. Oh my god! Yikes. Like strangled with yoga pants. I think it was a bloody gruesome. Oh dear. I don't know. I don't remember the <laughs> mo, but that was. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon murder cult. <laughs> Blood <laughs> workout in our clothing. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was one of the girls inside eating the lettuce that said she looked like a koala, and I yeah, thought that yeah. was so astute. That was a real, like, lashes, That was a Marissa seized comment. joke opportunity. That was seized. Yeah. yeah, and then poor Elise was laying on the couch, and she was like, I'm just really tired. Or she said something like, oh, girl. maybe I need to take a nap. And then she was like, I can't look at anything else. And she just kept staring at the window, so. <laughs> Relatable. Yeah. Well, again, huh. just a reminder, this is the day after they've been on this 48-hour whirlwind trip to mm-hmm. Houston, to New York, to Staten mm-hmm. Island. 
and then back, and then a camp ceremony, and probably and honestly, not slept much. This Nikki move was probably directly inspired by the Darren move, going to his apart- yeah. his uh, hotel room. Mm-hmm. She went. Darren went privately down to his hotel room. Nikki went out publicly into the picture window. Yeah. <laughs> Nikki's just so confused. Like she keeps being like, "I really need to show him that I'm sincere and legit, and that my feelings are real." He's not doubting that her feelings are right. real and actual. He's doubting if that if she's right for him and if he has those feelings for her. Well, but he does seem convinced that she is right for him and he does have the feelings for her, but then he like just then, doesn't like the trappings of it. Yeah, like I think she doubles down in a weird way and that just makes him go, ugh, more. Yeah. Like, not to jump ahead, but on their date, like there no, were things she like, said and his face was kind of like, hmm? Like he was leaning away from her when she would say. Yes, he was. <laughs> he actually said a really mature thing of like, if you're able to fall this quickly for me, mm-hmm. you what scares me is that you could fall out of this just as quickly. Well, but so could he. No matter how slowly he falls into it, he could fall out pretty f- fast. Well, sure. But I, it, I think that's a good... It's not... Yeah, it's, it's a good point. to me as why he might be cautious. I do have one, like, just general note about it. another thing that's jarring to me watching this show. Mm-hmm. Especially as, like, it gets down to fewer and fewer girls and actual relationships seem to be forming. It's so strange to me to see Polly, like lovingly tenderly kissing a girl and not just like with his shirt off and like rhinestone jeans like yeah. making out like pounding somebody with his tongue on a bed like it's yeah. just like the him and Nikki <laughs> somebody the, with his tongue like open mouth sloppy wet kiss yeah, 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 like yeah, wasted yeah. like seeing him and Nikki out on the um thing in front of the door and at one point I think he goes like give me a kiss or something and they have like a very sweet comfortable couple physical interaction and I was like, mm. This is weird. <laughs> What's that? That's weird. Rocio's schnitt. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, it's it's very off-putting to see him this way <laughs> and to see this Nikki stuff. Also appealing, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Appealing in his case. And much more off-putting for me is seeing Vinny continually do his, like, nurture me kiss <laughs> with everybody. Mama. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah. we'll get into it. We're okay, jumping ahead. So, sorry, sorry, Zach. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Zach, we're sorry. Okay. So, they tell the girls that their families are coming. <laughs> the girls are not Everybody They're spooked. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're like, like, oh my god. <laughs> it made me be like, did none of you tell your families that you were going on this show? Seriously. Or do all of you have, like, scary Italian big brothers <laughs> who are like, I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. It would be more concerned if I were the guys I guess because like so many dads are coming to like mm-hmm. be like what's the deal mm-hmm. but no the girls were like uh, not looking forward to explaining mm-hmm. everything yeah like Maria was like my brother's gonna beat up the guys and beat me up as well yeah yeah she was like he's gonna smack them across the head and smack me too or something oh yeah meanwhile yeah. he was like the funniest most like <laughs> he was great to the short fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So into he's like, we're in the confessional mood. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised by everybody's reaction, but then also it was like cut to everyone's in there, like little revealing looks later and all excited all of a sudden for family to come. Like mm-hmm. there was no evolution or like discussion really. Everybody was like getting ready in the bathroom, kneeling on the floor, doing makeup and getting dressed and being like, I hope my mom and dad are here. Except for Nikki, obviously, but everybody yeah. was excited all of a sudden. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I get the sense in a lot of these reality shows when, like, the parents come that it's, like, I haven't seen my parents in literally two or three months, which is, like, okay, I I do that kind of thing all the time, but, like, you maybe have a closer deal. But, like, again, it has been maximum 
like, two weeks. <laughs> maybe six to eight weeks, maybe mm-hmm. if that. Like, like, you wouldn't have seen them in this amount of time anyway. And I can't believe they're flying all the way to L.A. to go to this, like, fake mansion set house yeah. to, like, do any of this. Mm-hmm. How much did they get paid? The parents? Yeah, you got to get paid oh. for being on TV, right? Oh, I, I didn't even think about that. You get paid for the appearance. I guess so. I just assumed that they were provided free airfare and lodging. I doubt they were given free airfare, but they were paid an amount that doesn't cover airfare. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see your kid or not? Yeah. You wanna, get out here. They get, you want to meet Polly D? Then get here. Yeah. Um, uh, Nikki has not spoken to her mom in a year. Yeah. Red flag. I had some such dark thoughts. Well, while the whole while Nikki was freaking out and like having a breakdown, I paused the episode. That's part of the reason we were late because mm-hmm. I had to ask Colin if I was going to be able to share my dark, dark thoughts about Nikki and what it Absolutely. means that she doesn't have anyone in her life that she can think of. Yeah, I literally wrote down unpack reasons this could be. <laughs> That's what I was saying. It's yeah. written in all caps. This is the biggest thing on your page of notes. She's literally okay. We know that she's a little, like, spark plug. Is she? She always seems so sleepy. She seems, like, aggressive but low energy. Well, but there's still the aggression. Yeah. And it still, like, seems unpleasant for people to be around. But that's people who aren't related to her. Like, I don't know. It's certainly that she's not close with any of her family suggests one of two things. Mm -hmm. There's a, the first thing that would be more generous would be to say, it's a toxic family relationship, and it's just better for all of them not to talk. Sure. The second thing would be she specifically is the one who is toxic, and it's hard for anyone to talk to her. Right. I don't get the sense that her family is all, like, meeting up and hanging out without her. Mm-hmm. So it could easily be the first thing. Right. Which, that, that just makes it really sad. Yes. Yes, I agree with that. But also she didn't have any friends. That's that what I was come. saying, is, like, during, when she was, um... Be, after she said she hadn't talked to her mom or like her interview thing where she was talking about that I was a little bit like Nikki get a grip I thought she was just being dramatic but then she was like I haven't talked to my mom we don't see each other and I was like okay it sounds like a tricky situation that must be very difficult sure happy Mother's Day etc etc then all the other people started coming and Colin was like well for Maria they have her best friend and her brother like there must be someone for Nikki and I was like she doesn't seem like somebody who collects people who want to show up for her or be in her corner she seems well, but doesn't honest. that then inform her personality? Mm, and not to say like it explains her personality, but it makes her into what she acts like mm-hmm. as far as what we've seen her act mm-hmm. like on TV. That like, if she's the only one in her corner, then yeah, of course she would act the way she acts. Well, and remember too, yeah. in like the second episode on her date with Polly, she says that thing about like, you know me better oh than anybody God. else ever has. I have so many things to say about that that I I fear we must table it for Okay. <laughs> That's truly the wildest up, yeah. moment of both episodes. So many things to And say. his entire reaction, I took so many different like angles, like landscape portrait of that entire clip. That was when he leaned away from her so fast that his chain like, <laughs> like jumped up <laughs> off of his chest. He could not get away from her fast. <laughs> Speaking of chains... Um, Polly and Vincent, when they're waiting for the parents to come, are like, let's pick out some chains. We'll Paul be Paul and, and Vincent. Vincent. Yeah. And, like, you want to borrow one of my chains so you look like a choo-choo? That made me laugh. I like that, that said that amazing. and then immediately introduced themselves <laughs> as Polly and Vinny. Yeah, what the yeah. hell was that? I really thought the <laughs> really Paul and Vincent thing Paul would keep going. Yeah. I, really I would love to just see mm-hmm. a little sub-game of Paul and Vincent just for a second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Vinny, you've been through improv. You know a sub-game when you see it. Be Paul and Vincent just for me. Thank you. Mm-hmm. They also... Uh, they said, all right, we're meeting parents. We're going to, Polly was like, we're going to have to use a lot of big words. Yeah. And the, the big words that came up with were aristocrat, yeah. juxtapose, 
and couldn't come up with any other ones. <laughs> yeah, so probably I mean, had to make probably one made up, up like yeah. sensualarily. Love it. Yeah. Love that they tried. That's called a seize joke opportunity because they did <laughs> they seize did. it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how successful it was. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so the family and friends come. Mm-hmm. First we meet Elise's mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Don't love that off-the-shoulder button-downs are a thing now. Me neither. Oh, That's yeah. what she was wearing. I, I didn't even know what to write, but I was like, oh, I'm impressed by how Elisa's managed to wear this shirt. I was so confused <laughs> by it, and I just wanted to It's just one of those fashion things more. that's like, well, let's try something new. <laughs> and enough people are doing it that it's just a normal thing. But I say, no, it's not. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's like... At one point later on, Elle referred to herself as like, I don't want you to think I'm one of those Fashion Nova girls. And I think it's all like knockoff of like designer, architectural, interesting like shirt wear. Yeah. And and then via Fashion Nova, that's what Elise has on. And it's like, what? Yeah. How is that on your body? Where How is, is it happening? And I don't like it. And why yeah, do you think it looks? It's not even flattering. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think she could. She would look great in a burlap sack. I think. That's actually true, Elise. She's it has stunning. a dancer's body, and again, she's we stunning. cannot find a way to talk about it, nor can she to not make it sound like she's a stripper, but she's uh, she she's has a live. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we agree. Every she's... time two people say live at the same time, that's going to be a drink for the drink. That's a drink if people say live at the same time. She has a live, sleek, professional, graceful dancer body. She's yeah. statuesque. Ballerina. Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. So then Maria's friend and brother come. Mm-hmm. Her friend John mm-hmm. serves Vinny's on a platter like I've been I, asking someone to do this whole time. But stop short before he they really do. But well, like, and clearly they had to edit stuff. I wanted to see just the unfiltered full uh-huh. conversation. Well, of that. Yeah, it was like, I got scene. grilled, and I was yeah. like, "Where I want? Yeah, what? I wanted more. Yeah. Tell me what did he say? Vinny was just like, uh, "You need to." Ask Maria why she likes me. Right. It's like, ah. It's like such playground bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. That was all just like searching for something, like groping for some reason to get rid of somebody. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I was not thrilled with Maria's showing upness at that second episode. Whatever, we'll get there. Yeah. Okay, continuing on. Darren's dad comes. Zaddy. Oh, yeah. Zaddy. Basically, Uncle Zino. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Nino, I think I called him in my last Yes, episode. you did. <laughs> Which became canon. Um, <laughs> that guy, I could not understand a word he said. No. no. <laughs> it's like, wow, no, he's perfect. I did write down at one point uh, when they were sitting outside at dinner, Darren goes like, that's Al. She's the only girl who's made out with both guys. And Don, her dad, goes, that's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Okay, so then we had Elle's mom and aunt came. They're on the Supreme Court together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. mom and dad came. Congrats. Nikki, I don't know. Is anybody coming for Nikki? Which I did feel. I, I went from, like, on the one end of the spectrum. Before everybody else started arriving, I was a little bit like, get a grip, Nikki. Yeah, like, do I love Nikki? Fun. No. Do I want get anybody to have to go through this charade? And have, yeah, like, for her to be sitting there and be led to believe that no one's going to show up for her, that must have been a soul-crushing moment. And she's already an unstable and negative person. Well, like, I just felt really bad That for her. was production's choice. That's what I'm saying. I was like, it's she's not like, produ- like these producers. All the family and friends came at the same time. Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, it was harder to get one for Nikki, I guess, so we'll just like draw that out for her. It did seem like it was much harder. Her like second cousin Jeremiah, third removed or something. Who like, like knows her kind uh, of and not really apparently. Oh, I have something to say about that later on. Okay. But in the meantime, ouch. 
Vinny chose this sweater that he wanted to meet the parents in as a chooch. Right. And it looked really good, and I was like, I can't wait to see it. He's going to look like a presentable young man. And then he buttons it up all the way. Yeah, it was like a a stupid idiot. Mm -hmm. Like, it was like, who told you to do this? He buttoned it up all the way, which I feel like is such a dude look for, like, 30-year-old dudes. Well, it's from Transparent. What's his name? The uh, uh, J. Duplass? Like, his whole character thing in Transparent was like, buttoning up a mm. uh, Trishy button down all the way up to the top. Mm, this looks cool. Like, yeah. just be normal. Be just a normal, normal person. Right. I say, even Mr. Rogers knew not to button up all the way. Mr. Rogers knew everything, to be yeah. fair. Yeah. That's not a fair Look problem. for the helpers to help you figure your sweater out. Yes. I also was related less intensely, but annoyed similarly that Polly's shirt was wrinkled when the parents arrived. Like, uh, he picked out that beautiful blue button down that made him just look... Beautiful. But then where he'd been sitting, he had wrinkle marks across the hips. Mm. I was like, we couldn't have you standing for 10 minutes or get a steamer on that? Oh, my God. Yeah, for really the amount of time they spend ironing. Mm-hmm. He does iron yeah. quite a lot. Yeah. Right? crisp. There was like a 15-minute scene of Vinny ironing a t-shirt. I yeah. was like, what, we couldn't get a steamer on, on Polly? <laughs> Somebody else do this. <laughs> yeah. Get the boys in the barber chairs or something. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so finally Jermaine comes. Nikki's Jermaine. cousin. Then this waiter slash butler guy announces dinner that being served. That was so weird. What's that? Is that Agador Spartacus or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dinner is served. Yeah. He was also really angry. He was like, every time they dinner is a... Finally come out here for dinner. Yeah. Yeah. To be Have you been again. here the whole time? I would love to know more about you. I would like to go back and rewatch. I mean, I wouldn't like to go back and rewatch the episodes, but I would if there were signs of him lurking in the kitchen or like just around a door. There's not. And he's also <laughs> never shows up again. No, I didn't like that. I mean, I didn't. I didn't. Not a fan. Ugh. Ugh, I never wear shoes because they make me fall down. <laughs> That's a really good idea. Thank you. I watched that the other night, too. It's been a real uh, Becky Watches the Classics week for me. Oh, yeah. We'll do a separate pod about Birdcage. Um, You'd hope. Before we go to dinner, I do just want to say I kind of glossed over Brittany's mother and father. And I got so excited for a second. I thought we were going to dinner or something. Me too. I was like, where are we going to dinner? We have yeah. to finish. Um, and uh, her, Brittany's dad, at one point, he was walking through like the little lobby area with like the mo- taking in the motorcycle and the gold sneakers and stuff. And he went, under his breath, he whispered like, this is fascinating to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so like his eyes had been opened to a new reality. Because who is this? This is a bunch of baby boomers Yeah, who are like, he works in a bank in Tulsa. Like, he doesn't know what's going on. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. and, and you'd think they'd all come in, like, judging hardcore, and I'm sure they were planning to, and any time they told their friends and their family that they were going to L.A. to visit their daughter on a dating show, they, you know, a lot of eye-rolling and, like, explaining. It's just clean fun. But it's like, well, you're having fun, aren't you? Yeah. That would be a joy to go to that dinner. What, how much fun would that be? Mm-hmm. Can I say one more thing yeah. about the, her parents? At dinner, her mom walked up to the table and went, this looks amazing. It's Italian. <laughs> it was like the two of them were like cartoon character parents. This is Brittany's mom? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. They're lovely. They're lovely. Uh. Okay, so we're at dinner. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just want to say, I always feel bad when they have such a beautiful spread out that Mike isn't there to enjoy it. He I, would you love can't, this more than anybody. You can't enjoy the food on this show unless Mike is there to enjoy yeah. it for you. That's right. I can't smell it. I can't taste it. Mm-hmm. TV offers two senses worth of stuff. Mm-hmm. I heard there's more than Sight five senses, touch. by the way. From who? Someone. I forgot who. But they said you could wiki it. 
What's this? What would the sixth sense? No, there's actually seen there's even people. more. Six is seen dead people. Six is seen dead people. The seventh seven. Sense. There's like you can like if someone's watching you, you can feel that. The there's something that's like you can feel like a yeah neck. some some kind of like hair prickle. I would be interested signs. to look into this. I would be interested too, but I would gather. I would guess that you could probably ladder those up to one of the other five senses. Well, yeah, there are, like so many of them. You're are going sense. in. Skeptical. Well, that was another one. That was another one. There's touch, but then temperature is a different sense. Mm-hmm. So, All right, what Google are we talking it. about here? I'll Google it. Googie it. The ninth sense is love. I can sense when someone loves me, but it's very weak. <laughs> so we're at dinner. Oh, the force. Oh yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I apologize to everyone that we didn't come up with that one sooner. Yeah. yeah. I have a bad feeling about that. <laughs> <laughs> so we're at dinner. The, the, the boys, Paul and Vincent, go to each table together separately. Mm-hmm. I guess it's a big charade to get to Elle's table because mm-hmm. why else would they both go to each one? Mm-hmm. Other than it's better TV. I was sad that they didn't have everybody sitting at like one long like family style table like they had little wedding rounds instead of like one long family style thing would love to see the guests talk to each other yeah i would love to see the guests talk to each other there were empty place settings at each table which means that clearly like they just put six at every table and like if you had just two people with you there were three people eating there but it looked sloppy to me i didn't like that and you made agador set all that out yeah Yeah. (laughs) agador and his minions catering minions and then I also thought it would be, yeah, the guests talk to each other, Polly and Vinny interacting with different girls and guests, and other people being much closer to it instead of being like 30 feet away sniping from another table. Yeah. I just thought that was maybe a little, a little miss. It was very there. awkward. It was very wedding And there were like 50,000 of those fire heat lamps. Why were there so many? There were so many of them. P.S. It's Los Angeles. Calm down. You're warm <laughs> enough. Although it seemed to be a very rainy weekend. Yeah, it was That's true. Well, I've noticed a lot of rain actually in New York as well. I wonder if global warming is a real thing. Mm, I doubt it. Mm-hmm. Doubtful. So next they went to Maria's table where her brother and John, the friend, mm-hmm. were talking, mm-hmm. asking why they'd be a good match. It's because they're a humor match and that they're vibing. Yeah, and then there was like, right. Vinny got, somebody got offended when, or Vinny went like, oh, Vinny she says like, oh, we're vibing. Only vibing. Right. Is that a bad thing? Was... What's more than vibing, love? I don't know. I felt like I'd. I was really out of my depth. They have the most awkward relationship, and it... They really do, and that came clear... I can't think the, about it ...in yet. the future of the episode, which yeah. we'll get to. It's just, like, not thrilled with all that. Okay, so, getting onto Nikki's table. Yes! Mm-hmm. Her cousin calls her clingy right away. <laughs> right, I wrote shocking, no caps. That's... Okay, here's my thinking. If I were there with my cousin that I knew really well... And I knew that I knew her well enough to say that she's clingy. If I brought it up in front of someone she's dating on television, mm-hmm. that would be a bad thing. Right. And if I didn't know her well enough to call her clingy, but did it anyway, mm-hmm. that's just shady. Mm-hmm. So which is it? Like that's conjecture, or it's just fully like throwing her under the bus. I mean, a producer clearly was like, "Bring up how she's clingy." Mm-hmm. Yipes. Yeah, yipes and a half. I, I was so confused by that. Um, also, though. Sees joke opportunity for Vinny when he was like, uh, uh, Nikki is clingy. Well, uh, what's the next news? Water is wet? Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Good one. Does the Pope Fair. put a bear Pope in the woods? Pope <laughs> <is> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, um, yeah that was, uh, I don't know who this Jermaine fellow is, but ouch, Jermaine. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Yeah. 
Anyway, moving on. Britney's dad hates on Vinny and Polly's lifestyle for being one percenters. He said, and I quote, I'm not a fan of this. Was he saying one percenters in terms of their wealth? I was confused by that also. I didn't know. Although I did like that something he said prompted Vinny to be like, well, people think that when you're somebody who's really popular and has a lot of attention that it's really hard to meet women. And I wanted to be like, Vinny, are you having a lot of attention and are you very, very popular? (laughs) I realize you're more famous than other people in a club, (laughs) but you're not Drake. (laughs) You're not Drake. I don't want to be a dick. Vinny wants to be Drake so bad. (laughs) Now that's serving his ass on a platter. Sorry, Vinny. No, but yeah, it's very like, are they the 1%? This is a fascinating question. Are they famous enough to get all the things that people are hating on them for? I don't know. Although, I did like how Polly talked about his ascent in the used car business. Oh, yeah. That was very fascinating to me. Don said to her, said to him, you're the American dream. I heard that clear as bell. Highly pleased with Polly deciding to impress Darren's dad with all of that. Oh, yeah. He He turned it out. Oh, yeah. Started in 19 on the floor. Like, he went for a whole story. And he was like, yes, yeah, sir, of course, sir. Like, Thank you, sir. Yeah. Felt confident enough that he's like, I know this person. I know how yeah. to talk to him. I know what to yes. say to impress yes. him. Yes, yes, yes. And it did. Like, Don was like, oh, so you're a self-made man. Yeah. I think. I don't know he what he said exactly. He went from the beginning but... being like, I don't know about you guys. And then at the end being like, you're a self-made man. You're the American dream. And I want you to marry my daughter. Right, right. <laughs> and he gave you permission to marry my daughter. Here's my mother's ring. <laughs> okay. That got me. Parents night at the basement club. It's what everybody wanted. So this is the title of the episode. Parents Club at the Basement House? Parents Basement at My Club. It's in the pool house. The club is in the pool house. I thought it was in the basement. I always thought it was in the basement. That makes sense. It's all blacked out. There's no way to know what Mm. or where they are. It's not a club. Who cares? I like to know. Saddest, saddest thing. I only say who cares when I genuinely don't have an answer, and then wonder why we're covering this. I did think it was so funny when Elle was like, "When Mom's in the club, I'm doing a lot of this." And right, I don't wiggle my booty. Right, I'm doing her little like T-Rex arms. Right, because who would? Well, everybody seems like they were turning up. People Mm -hmm. did seem to be pretending to have fun. Were toasty and a half when they were leaving and talking the interview thing with her. True. I thought that was charming. And they did uh, some kind of like B Lashes tribute, right? They, Ray was like brushing off the shoulder, or like yeah. straightening up the shoulder pads or something. I loved that. That was great. The sparkly she lives blazer. On. I really miss B Lashes. B Laser? Yeah. I love that Polly pulled Mr. Darren outside. Oh, I, I was so moved by that. He likes Darren a lot. He yeah. likes her a lot, a lot. And mm-hmm. I thought that he and her father had a lovely connection. They had a genuine like big bear hug. They were laughing and making so much eye contact. I could just see them all at the Thanksgiving table, and it really moved me. Well, also, his endorsement of her, he was like, she cooks, she cleans. Yeah! She oh, my God, he's trying to sell his At one point, Don, yeah, he's like, she likes to cook, she likes to clean, she'll clean you, whatever. And he, like, gestured down in his shoes, I think. Oh, she'll I miss your that. Ball. She'll polish your loafers? I don't know. She'll, she'll laugh If she does that, that's for shoes. fun, and that's her Fourth job. Yeah. Not one of the first three, including <laughs> Crazy Cat Lady. Yeah. yeah. So this is where John pulled Vinny outside to really grill him. Really lay oh, into yeah. him hard. And I don't I don't have any notes about what he actually did. Because no. they didn't actually they, show really us that much of what John said. Right. I would have liked to see so much of it. Yeah, truly the interaction seemed like what we saw of it was John said, do you really like my best friend Maria? And Vinny was like, does she like me? Help me out. And that was the end of the interaction. Right. And then Guns cut to blazing. Vinny being like, wow, I really got grilled out there. Wow. And then <laughs> John, like I rip right in half. Right. And John went in and like they had like the subtitle 
you know, loud right, discussion right, right, right. between John and Maria or something. All of this is for any dating reality show. Love it seems show. like there's a a love show. There's like Great this shorthand show. that's like opening up is like one of the things you can call someone out on that they're doing fine and the relationship is fine, but it's just not there. Yeah. What open up? What? What are you opening up? I don't know. You're just supposed to tell a bunch of embarrassing stories like I do on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> or like be, maybe she's not being really authentic or maybe she's not being vulnerable. I think it could mean different things, but these people aren't thinking about what those things could mean and what they mean to them. I guess these not, people. or it must be no. hard to do it at the time. And at, at a certain point, like jumping ahead to the next episode, mm-hmm. it seems like they do not have just a genuine... I told you I can't talk about that yet. ...connection for each other. We agreed. Yeah, uh, yeah well, we'll I, I want to talk about that as well, because that was... I was like, wow, this seems like she's negl- she's saying no to doing something that is could be quite easy right now right. on our date. Somebody says at some point in the in the first episode, uh, Polly maybe, or somebody else is like, describes their relationship of Vinny and Maria as like a high school... Type mm-hmm. romance. I said that? Oh, maybe you no. Just people said it say like Polly says that. I think maybe Vinny says that too. Uh-huh. Somebody said it, which I it is a an immature relationship in a lot I of ways. Can. Right? Yeah, like they're both just like afraid to say anything of substance. Mm-hmm. And they both want the other person to take control of the situation, and yeah, which and I think. On the one hand, I'm like, how much can Vinny participate in an honest and sincere discussion of emotions anyway? Right. But I do think he's had interactions with, like, Elle comes to mind. Elle, Ellie, I still haven't been able to touch down. Her mom calls her is. Ellie. Right. But they... That's confusing. I think it's Eloise from the plaza. Mm. But, like, he's had connect, real connections with certain people, but then when he talks to Maria, she's just like... <laughs> like, it's... Right, like, she's not... There's <laughs> no discussion of anything that's real beyond, like, oh, my God, wine, and, like... Yeah. Well, here's the thing with Vinny. I feel like there's got to be some amount of somebody driving. It would be better if it's the guy, because that's the role of embarrassment. Mm-hmm. Especially with Vinny, I feel like he's so apt to just check himself out of it once right. he feels not into it. Mm-hmm. Which is a place of privilege. Yes. The driver is the... That's like the... What is it? I think how I know your mother talked about it. It's like the uh, the reacher and the settler mm-hmm. in a relationship. How, mm-hmm. like, if you're reaching, then, like, you have something to lose. If you're settling, you've, like, admitted that you're, like, settling. Mm-hmm. And it would be much kinder to put the girl into the settler role. Mm-hmm. Especially in this situation where Vinny is literally the celebrity and the one who's going to end up with someone. Mm-hmm. But, like, also just in general, I don't know, I don't really know how to talk about gender on this whole thing, but, like, it would be nice to be a gentleman in that way. Mm-hmm. It would be nice if he was capable of taking the reins in a way right. that was kind and thoughtful and, I don't know. And still gave space for her to say no or to understand that if she's not totally reciprocating, then okay. Yeah. But, like, sitting back and waiting for her to take the reins is just not reasonable, I don't think. Yeah, I agree. I don't think it's going to work out. Well, she's, I mean, spoiler alert. Well, spoiler, yeah. <laughs> um, her cat okay, so here. when Maria's brother leaves, he's screaming, cabs are here, but and fist bumps. But he's also saying it wrong. He yeah. was, I tried to write down phonetically what right, he was yeah, saying. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was going What'd like... What'd you get? How close did you get? I don't know how close I got, but my recollection is he was saying something along the lines of, hey, everybody, the cabs is over here. <laughs> the cabs is over here. It was no. wrong, and he said the wrong thing like three times, which meant he... He wasn't a fluke. Yeah. Love it. At I least he didn't punch anyone. Would have loved if he punched someone. I would have liked that. Can you imagine him hanging out with John, though? 
The friend? Uh, no. The two of them in that cab together? I was thinking them in coach on, like, a Southwest Airlines flight to L.A. or just okay. Southwest they, like, to LA. sit in their yeah. seats, buckle up, take off isn't for another 30 minutes, they've already put their headphones in and are not talking yeah. to each other. Like, they both said hi and gave each other a very wide-elbowed hug as yeah. security, <laughs> and then stood and scrolled on their phones for 15 minutes. Yeah, like, the happened. weather, I heard, is raining in L.A. Yeah, summer. <laughs> I'm going to wear my sweater. Okay, so this non-barber shop deliberation between Paul and Vincent. This is when the ironing takes place instead of a tape up and fade. Right. Quite boring. Barely anything happens. And then the cab ceremony. Uh, Uh, Brittany goes home. Spoiler alert. That's the only note I took during this. Yeah, shocking. (laughs) I noticed that Elle was wearing something very chancy and they took a crotch shot of her. They did a crotch shot. Real tight crotch shot. That was a Kardashian special. They wear that. I was like, is this to show that she's being like humble and holding her hands in front of her waist or that she's hiding a camel toe? She wasn't. There was not a camel toe to be seen. That's the thing. There was it was a pristine bike shorts. It looked like she was wearing one of those inserts that you can that like, like a pad? soaked around. No, like people I remember a couple oh god. Honey, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is too much of a diversion. Uh, a couple years ago people would make fun of Chloe Kardashian because she would wear like spandex bike shorts and always have a really huge camel toe. Sorry, Chloe. And so there was like a there's like a plastic thing you can put in your pants if you're a lady who wears tight things that mm-hmm. will smooth you out like a Barbie doll. But then it doesn't look like an added like cup. I'm not sure. I haven't gotten too much into it. I if I were Chloe, <laughs> be careful about that. But she I thought Elle looked great in her white strapless bike short. She went top. for it. It was a tube top bike short combo mm-hmm. jumper. Yeah, I thought she looked great. Let's see. There was when they were talking to Nikki, I felt like there was a lot of editing going on to make it seem like when she was saying, like, we've been over this, mm-hmm. that then they went to commercial and came back and showed much more of that conversation. Yeah. I don't know. That was sort of tricky. I mean, they're clearly, like, trying to do something with Nikki, but it's like, honestly, you could just probably show her how she is and it would be, like, enough. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have much to say during this because all the cab ceremonies now, I'm like... I already know what the storyline is with all of these people. You don't need to reiterate it in a new kind of way. Just yeah, don't like make it. I know who's going to go home. I'm ready. I'm ready to get to the next ridiculous date or whatever. Right, it was clear that Maria was going to go at the freaking yeah prelude to the second episode. Yeah. It one thing about Nikki that I that really bothers me. <laughs> Hi, Nikki. Is <laughs> um, that whenever anybody says something to her, positive or negative? True or false, you could say anything to her, and her reaction is she tilts her face down at an angle, and she looks up at you through her eyelashes, and then rolls her eyes through her eyelashes. Uh-huh. And it's such a dismissive teenage girl move, mm-hmm. and it's so frustrating. I'm like, Polly's saying that you're being being clean. She's like, that's not true, and like making that face, and it's like engage with it if you like. Don't yeah, just, really look it in the face. Yeah, physically it drives me nuts. Well, yeah, it's something she's found worked for her. And she has some kind of arrested development going on. Yes. As far as we can tell from a reality television show. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and then Brittany there Hall. was an M&M's commercial that really disturbed me. Oh, I hate that one where they eat the other m and They ate the hazelnut <laughs> spread m and Oh, I've seen that. Do not like that. And their eyes were all, like, kooky scary. Well, they're covered in, like, poop chocolate. <laughs> it was bad news. And I'm like, I don't know who they tested this on, but I would so much have rather seen a new Eminem mascot, mm-hmm. voiced by someone expect, unexpected and fun, than Jeff hear Goldblum. that they ate it. Mm-hmm. 
like also the hazelnut spread M&Ms are not good and probably won't last that long Mm -hmm. you uh, do a little series on Instagram which I only know because I was watching over Emily's shoulder the other day where you like test out different it's called Becky Abrams Taste Test uh, I, if you haven't already, you should probably tear I have. Dress, we did it for a Nipsey uh, show promo. We had a show that no one came to, uh, but we did advertise it. I thought it. about coming. Thank you very much. Yeah, we did a taste test of the hazelnut spread M&M's, and everyone agreed they were noxious. <laughs> <laughs> like, not good. Like, just get some Nutella if that's what you're really craving. Ooh, I am craving. Why don't you just put some M&M's Nutella on a spoon? I want, so I, have an idea. I want Nutella and a baguette, and I want to rip hunks off but, the baguette, yes, and I want do to the baguette. dip it in the Nutella. I also think if you got a spoon, <laughs> and you dipped it <laughs> into Nutella, and then put M&M's on top of it, that would be better Ooh, than like the... That. Hazelnut spritz. I've all just been yeah. pounding grapefruit wine spritzers or cigar I'm grapefruited <laughs> out right um, now. I do have one final comment that I liked from the cab ceremony, which is um, Elle came back up into the weird upstairs bedroom, and, like, Brittany and, like, two other girls were, like, splayed out on the bed, again, scrolling on their oh, phones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Elle walked in and went, I'm still here. And all three of them, without looking up or stopping scrolling, had, like, the deadest, like, Yay. <laughs> <laughs> it made me laugh. Yay. I didn't notice that. That's amazing. It was so I really enjoyed it. Good, yeah. good job, girls. I uh, noticed that Nikki and Darren shared an odd look in the room mm. after their cab ceremony. Nikki really seemed to despise Darren and think she should go home during this cab ceremony in particular. I mean, she always kind of does, but this one especially. And Darren, this is the conspiracy theory. Darren went, like, not now. Or, like, she didn't say that, but her face kind of looked like, not now. Mm. And it was like, huh? Like, it wasn't, like, she gave her face, like, why are you doing this right now? Like, I was like, do they have, like, a deal? That they're enemies? What is the deal? Is there money involved? Darren, what's going on? Darren, come on the show and tell us what's going on with you and Nikki. Darren. I love Darren, man. I really. Honestly. I truly, from the very beginning, from the very first episode. Well, that's the thing. We'll just say this. From the very beginning. From the very beginning, I was like, that girl is smoking. I she just was think smoking her face up, hilarious. Is like a perfect face. Full weirdo. Love it. I love her. I, yeah, I think she seems like she's a person who's like not being weird to be like, I'm so quirky. No, she was weird to be like, I'm loaded and I'm being yeah. weird. Like, And she's stunningly gorgeous. She seems smart. She seems like she has a nice family. I just like everything about her and I'm really deeply pulling for her. Me too. Yeah. Okay, where mm-hmm. else are we? Oh, I love that they called Brittany too old, even though she's only a little older than Vinny. How old is she? I don't know. I think she's between Vinny and Polly's well, age. I think Vinny says <laughs> kind of shitty, where he's like, we're more or less the same age, but because she has a kid, she seems so much older. That's what I'm talking about. Like, I, he doesn't say it in exactly those words, but that's the implication. That's then like, why did you have her on the show? Yeah. You needed to figure that out? No shit. She's experienced things that you couldn't even dream she of. She has a lot of Is any of this new information? Have. Yeah. yeah. Like, what? Uh, I also did one other, I feel like I'm self-conscious because I feel like 90% of the things I contribute are just observations, but here's one more, is that when Brittany That's was... That's what a podcast is. When, bro, right, cool point. When Brittany was walking out, I was like, oh, 
somebody on the crew had the wherewithal to wet down the driveway with a hose like they do on The Bachelor. Mm -hmm. It's like they're learning. They're polishing this whole show up a little bit. Well, but it could be the rain. It was pouring rain. Yeah, 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 When they went to walk Brittany out and Vinietta's head up in the car was wet. I was like, oh, it was just raining. Yeah, they make them walk outside in the rain in their gowns with their luggage. Do you think that they pack every single time, every single one of them packs their suitcase? They must, right? They have to. They, they tell talk them about to. it. They've talked about it before, where they're like, "I actually packed this time." What or a something. bad way to run a show! What a bad way to live your life! Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyway, okay. So, Cavs are when he's over. Brittany's gone. Surprise! And it seems like the end of the episode, except it's the beginning of the next episode. We almost clever little editing. stopped and deleted yeah. the episode. My finger too. was on the delete button and Colin was like, wait, I don't know if that was the end. I was like, yeah, they're teasing the next one. And he was like, no, 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 no. We had like nine minutes left. Five of those were commercials for the hills. Right, of course. Can't wait for right, the hills. Can't wait. Good job. Did you guys get married or something? But the other nine minutes were showing that Ron has new teeth. Oh, and holy God. that the second Wow walks in, they ask if she's one of the girls now. And she oh, said yes. oh, she said two things. She yes. said these two things, and I will tell you them right now. Number one, she said, I would love to. And she said, who do I have to kill? That's what she said without missing the f***ing beat. I feel like, not trying to do anything the- here. <laughs> I feel like now's a good time for my fanfic. Yes! Yeah. So, it's happening in the middle. If this you skip to the end, you, you screwed up. <laughs> Ugh, I feel a little sick. <laughs> okay, don't be sick. Well, get a bucket just in case. Uh, every time a fanfic happens, finish your drink. Finish your drink. I have to finish it now or at the conclusion of the fanfic? No, this is Like during, like throughout its long yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Ouch, Ron, you just elbowed me in the face, said Wow as she got out of the Range Rover. <laughs> They'd just arrived at the Double Shot Mansion, and Wow's pristine makeup was now probably smudged. Oh my god, like Sumi or something, laughed Ronnie, his brand new upper teeth glinting in the sun. <laughs> like, call a lawyer. No, haha, call my lawyer, Ronnie continued, hoping to find a punchline somewhere in there. <laughs> the sound guy came over to mic them up before they entered the house. When Jenny looked up to say hello to him, she thought she saw the curtain in an upstairs window flick closed. Upstairs, Polly was stuck still against the wall next to his window. His heart was pounding. He'd heard an SUV pull up, but he didn't want to seem too eager, so he couldn't let Wow know he was watching as she got out of the car. Suddenly, it all felt very Victorian, like one of those Jane Austen books he'd read back when he was on honor roll and did newspaper. <laughs> there was a knock at the door, then the sound of- This is my wife. I've never seen her like this before. <laughs> this, this is- this is called seduction. Like the inside of my skin feels hot. Is normal? <laughs> there was a knock at the door, then the sound of such a tremendously loud fart <laughs> that you could hear it from several rooms away. Vinny called out to Polly from the hallway, Sounds like our guests are here. They ran down the stairs, flung open the door, and nearly choked to death on the fart cloud that now enveloped Ron and Wow. <laughs> Ron farted. <laughs> Probably a little more than that. <laughs> yeah. Jenny had chosen to go in seconds so that she could take in her love's presence before greeting him in front of all the cameras and PAs. She couldn't smell as well since <laughs> since her last round of plastic surgery. So she was saved from Ronnie's toxic fart cloud. But she had tears in her eyes just the same. Was it the noxious gas or the vision of Polly that pricked her tear ducts so? And then they were hugging, then giving a tender kiss on the cheek, 
designed to look like nothing on camera, but full of so much electricity that Holly's hair stood taller by no less than four millimeters. <laughs> they both felt the jolt, wanted to throw off the luggage and mic packs and roommates and fly up the stairs three at a time to go to the bedroom so they could be alone together. It's a show. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but there was a show to film, and after all, JWoww was there to help Polly find love. Oh my god. Oh my god. Thank you. Brian must be humping a chair so hard right, right now. Brian, if you're humping a chair, tell us. <laughs> you have to tell us. We'll you have know. to text us right now. I have, have actual text. goosebumps. <laughs> oh, wow. Nothing sexy, even remotely sexy, happened in that. Still just the thought. I just wow. want them to be together and That's they want to be together. Good literatica fanfic. <clears throat> Is all about teasing your imagination. Teasing it. And I just say as if I know. You're truly, the pro. <laughs> truly nonsensical plot, but <laughs> no, mine, mine uh-huh. is good. I should probably start submitting these to some sort of website. <laughs> mm-hmm. But in the meantime, we're going on to episode 12. You can't handle the truth. Wow. I can't handle Ron's teeth. Bing <laughs> <laughs> <Ming> bong. <laughs> Yeah, that was everything about it. You can't handle Ross, too. I just didn't, I, you know, it's... Why did he get his teeth replaced? Did his girlfriend knock them out? I don't know. They showed oh, us. They showed wow. a mean side by side of his old teeth and his new teeth, and neither looked great. <laughs> his old teeth at least looked like teeth. Human teeth. Because yeah. they were. Right. The new one looks like something he could take in and take out. That's right. Yeah, it looks mm. like something you can pop in and out with like some fixident. Just the whitest white they could they possibly so have, and white. so square and like a little bit more forward than his old teeth. They were just taking up a lot of volume. In Do there. you think he can floss those or no? I don't know. No, they looked like they barely had like a little <coughs> etching to show how they were doing. <laughs> like teeth, just but it's in, like, a, a solid. Thing. Veneer. Like, you know when people do, like, plaster on a wall and just stamp it to look like it's tiles mm-hmm. or something? Yeah. That's what his teeth That's what it was. Like. Yeah. I have a personal question. How often do you floss? Never a clock. I floss this morning. Does water picking Good. count? Sure. I water pick once a day. Wow. No, I'm lying. I, do I think water picks better than flossing, I heard, I think. Yeah. Well, I made a goal for myself on my bullet journal to floss five times this month, and I've only done it twice, and we're, we only have one week left. I have a... I think flossing is gross. It's gross because it's for always a fun boring, week. <laughs> right? Well, also, here's my trick. Before I go to the dentist, you floss that sh- I floss for two weeks before that so that it stops bleeding before I actually go to the dentist. That's and that's smart. the only way they know that you haven't been flossing. <laughs> trick well, ya. That's a tip for me to you. Drink. Also, the plaque buildup. No. And gum disease. I used to do that when I was like a teenager. My mom would take me to the dentist and I would brush for like. 30 minutes. I would do like a 10 minute teeth <laughs> brushing and a floss right before I went. Yes. And I, look, I don't take, I have nice teeth. I don't take good care of them. But I could get away with it. And the dentist would be like, oh, I see you've been flossing and doing a really good job. And I'd be like, yes, I have, sir. Correct it today. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had a stand-up bit a little bit ago when I tried to do stand-up. Uh, sucks so much. Where it was like, it was right when Crest Pro Health came out and I had gone to the dentist for the first time in like three years because I had been in college and whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh God, what am I going to do? And for like the night and day before, I just like Crest Pro Health brushed my teeth mm-hmm. just crazy. And Did it work? Yeah, they were like, wow, what do you do to brush your teeth? Oh, and good. I was like, I just brush it twice a day. And they were like, they are amazing. And I was like, thank y'all so much. <laughs> I need to do that. I haven't been to the dentist in a shockingly long amount of time because my old dentist retired and I'm just putting it off for years. 
and I'm so afraid I'm going to go and they're going to be like, all oh, the roots have rotted. <laughs> so now I'm just going to do Crest Pro Health and find a dentist. Well, do that. Do your time. water pick. I think water pick's the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anywho, Ron can't do any of that. doesn't matter because all his teeth are gone. Right, his teeth are made of gum. Do you think they're all just like little pegs now? <laughs> no, I don't want to I mean, Does he them. slide the thing in and out? I had a boss once who could slide his whole tooth out of his mouth and he would do it to eat. And I was just like, this can't be. A doctor gave you, a dentist gave you a tooth you could, with a large root, like a long root. And you just have a f-ing hole no. in your mouth and you just slide it in and out. That can't be right. What's more upsetting, Ron's new teeth or the thought of Ron with a toothless gummy mouth? <laughs> the gummy uh, mouth. Yeah, gummy mouth, I, I Like a guess. baby, like a baby. Like, I'm not surprised. Ron must have needed a tooth upgrade because of the amount of food that he goes through. Well, it's alcohol. He does. He only eats eats like three pounds of food at dinner. You know when they used to go to like Rigatoni's or whatever? Right, and and they'd be like a family style plate of pasta and he'd have that. Uh He was Big Daddy Mike before Mike was. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. He shovels food away. Yeah. There was also one point in the show where, what did he yell? He yelled like something about a penis. He just said the word penis and it... Not sure, but every girl knows he's a predator. (laughs) Every girl was like, watch out, be careful. Yeah. Don't let him with your drink. Sweet Darren was like, I'm going to do up all the buttons on my shirt. She didn't, but she, she made the joke about it, and I liked that. I love the joke, and I love that she still didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It may have been at the end of episode 11 or the beginning of this one, but was like, I brought my friend the human lie detector. Yeah. I, just, I don't know if it's a malapropism or... He's not a human lie detector. No, he's a human who brought a lie detector yeah. test. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's not your friend. <laughs> this is where the crossover began. That man was recently featured on an episode of The Real Housewives of Beverly oh. Hills. Okay. Conducting a lie detector test for one Lisa Vanderpump. He's a uh, lie detector uh, to the stars. I didn't go back to validate, but I'm like 99% sure. More like Vander perjury. Like how many <laughs> dudes that look just like that dude with the same beard, the same hair, the same build, the same polo shirt, and the same job Probably all exist of them. in Los Angeles. <laughs> That's a great point, Becky. <laughs> great point. No, but yeah, but yikes. Also, not a human lie detector test. We all saw Meet the Parents. We know what a human lie detector is. Mm-hmm. Mm. I did not care for the recap of all the Maria stuff at the beginning of the episode. What happened? I don't remember that. It was her, clips of her being like, why do you keep trying to eliminate me? <laughs> I don't remember that. Oh, wow. It I was completely like, It was telegraphing as much as how America's Next Top Model used to name episodes after the girl who was getting eliminated. <laughs> to be like, the girl who didn't want to get a makeover. <laughs> right. The girl who couldn't right. read the teleprompter. Right. <laughs> Let's just start things off. Marie's going home. Marie's not staying. No. Um, okay. And there was a line of questioning from this quote-unquote human lie detector mm-hmm. that was basically the same as Snooki's list of questions. Yeah, and they didn't even, I kept wanting them to ask the Snooki question about what are the four ingredients in a chicken cutlet and see who could tell the truth about that. Hello. Finally get some answers. Get the truth of the matter. Yeah. There were probably... Can you name it? I was just thinking... We went through it last time. It was... Chicken? Yes. That's one. That's a gimme. <laughs> but that's a thumbs up. Egg wash? From the human lie detector. Love it. Egg? Yeah. Uh... Um, um, flour. Yep. Mm-hmm. And oil to fry it in. I no. guess. Wah, you wah. need that, but that's a staple. Mm. <laughs> cool. They don't even list that in the ingredients. Yeah. What's the Probably fourth Probably breadcrumbs, one? right? Breadcrumbs. Oh, for the love of Pete. Yeah. For the love of Peter. 
Oh, St. Peter in I, heaven's uh, gate. I do just want to point out. St. Peter. Can I say uh, one other thing about J-Wow before we move on? To please! You can say as many things as you want. Let's only talk about J-Wow. Oh. So, I was also reflecting as I prepared for this afternoon's activity, I was reflecting on the, the last one that we shot where we were talking about what J-Wow wore to, like, go meet with, um, what's-her-face? Was it Angelina? They were going to have like a tete a tete at like a Italian in that weird like smoothie. That's right. And yeah, Snooki yeah, yeah. took Angelina to like pick this up something. This was before yeah, yeah, yeah. Angelina was like a part of the right. family or anything. And J Wow wore like I think I called them librarian pumps. Yes. <laughs> and like a pencil skirt. On the episode that we just watched, she's wearing like black pleat front trousers with a wide bell and black librarian pumps with a cropped hoodie. I was like, gee, wow, you look great. I love what you're doing. Yeah. What's the look about? What is the look? Name it. Like, I would have loved if she came to administer this lie detector test with what she had on the bottom and, like, a black blazer with no shirt underneath. Oh, the top. yeah. Hello. That Can would we have, have been a little style. Camp? Can we have a little fun? Let's actually do it if we're doing it. Right? Let's have a little fun. And that's fun. camp. Everybody's been asking what's camp. I don't actually know. It's called Let's Do It If We're Doing It. Yeah. I just made that up, and I think that's right. I read yes. the Susan Sontag article back in college, American Studies. <laughs> I'm a, an Eagle Scout. I've I can define camp if you'd like me to. Please, that's the grossest joke. <laughs> what's what's camp, sir? <laughs> Do you camp know anything swing. about notes? <laughs> I swear okay. on my own. Thank you for that departure. It was important to me. Okay. So, the lie detector test. Elle goes first. She doesn't lie. She owns up to everything. Also, just before Brian comes in with a grievance about it, this is not a lie detector. This is... And, you know, what is it? In a sense, I appreciated that they didn't hook them up to, like, well, a heart monitor and blood pressure monitor. Even a lie detector that. isn't truly a lie detector. They're all fallible. Yeah, the correct. lie detector tests test your blood pressure, I think, mm-hmm. and in other things. Yeah. This one just detected the level of stress in your voice, which, which I think was, like, a that? pitch which monitor. pseudoscience-y as fuck. Yeah, Nerves can throw that him. off. Well, and then the guy like dropped that one piece of credibility where he was like, every cop in all 50 states needs to pass the test. Yeah. Right, which yeah. I was like, does that mean they need to pass the test of how to administer one or they have to take a lie detector test? I was, yeah. I had a lot of, it only gave me more questions, but it he was, was kind of barfed that out and then everybody went, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. everybody was like, wow, no, good. No. Well, <laughs> whoever was like, so does this actually work? And he was like, cops have to take it. Yeah, and everyone, yes. Okay. Yes, I'm right. not a cop. <laughs> uh, I did notice when Elle was answering the question about cheating, they started playing basically the Northern Exposure theme song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but at least she was honest about it. Yeah, yeah bless her. She, I feel like she fully went in like, well, I'm not going to tell any lies. I don't yeah. have anything to hide. She said that in her thing. She was like, I can either lie and get caught or be honest and you like it or you don't like the answer, but that's the truth. Meanwhile, yeah. nobody minded that she cheated the way that they minded Nikki's answers, but we'll get to that. For next was Darren. She lied about being willing to give up her cats. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. That's and, and the cutest lie you could have. It's the cutest one. Yeah. I wonder yeah. what Darren's cats are named. I just wish she was my friend. <laughs> Probably that's cute what I am. stuff. Like yeah. how many cats does she like, have? Do we know? I think thirteen. No. Fifty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> <58? laughs> Yeah, I don't know, but probably a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're all named Darren. <laughs> <laughs> they should have asked her what her cats are named, and if she said yeah. anything other than Polly, that's all, a lie. Yeah, mm-hmm. if they were all named after Jersey Shore characters, that's, right? that's a red flag. I wouldn't that mind would that. I have, oh, you like that? Yeah, I support her. My water drinking app from before is called Plant Nanny, and you have to name plants and grow them and like give them water as you're drinking water. And... 
now I'm at a point where I have so many that I just started doing naming conventions, and right now I'm going through the characters in the nanny. Mm. You've had some epic plants through the years. A couple. Yeah. Thank you for remembering. Yeah. Walt. <laughs> oh, like real life plants. Ralph. Walt and Ralph. Yeah. I have one now that I'm not naming because it makes me too sad when they die. Mm. So I just haven't named it. He's a hobbit jade. He's pretty good. Um, I am supposed to read to him every week, but I didn't do it yesterday. He'll be okay. I watered him. I just didn't read. You could to read him your fanfic. That's a good idea. Maybe I'll just play the podcast and then no carbon dioxide. We'll get to him and then we'll defeat the purpose. Yeah. <laughs> um, moving on. Nikki. It's true that she's not threatened by Darren. It's apparently true. Although, like, the question is, are you jealous of Darren's relationship with Polly? Mm-hmm. And she's like, no. What relationship? Which sounds like a jealous thing to say. Yeah. I don't it's care if there's the... stress in your voice or not. It's... Your response sounds like you're... Yeah, the, <laughs> the thing you just said with subtext sounds like you definitely do know it's, about it and yeah. are jealous of it. Yeah, it's like more of the same of the, like, the meanest 17-year-old girl... Type of thing. Why would it be upset about something that doesn't exist? Yeah, it's Strap exactly. your chin. Yeah, Roll like, your eyes. Of course I'm not jealous. There's nothing to even be jealous of. All I'm saying is let's see Meryl Streep go through a lie detector test and see what happens I then. I would love oh, that. I would watch that show. Watch I'd pay that. for it. Why don't any late night TV shows do that? I don't know. Uh, a famous actor do a lie detector test? They should do lie detector tests on Inside the Actor's Studio. That's a gr- These are all great ideas. <laughs> <Yes>. Drink now. <laughs> this, is, this is the deal. Every time we have a freaking phenomenal idea, drinka, because it was a good idea. Okay, so uh, Maria is sweating the entire time. Right. We talked a lot about her sweaty palms in this episode. She's so stressed out by this, which I feel bad for her, I guess. I know that you, like, have sweaty palms and that you've had a threesome and don't want to talk about it on television. You're talking about me? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Maria. Maria. Colin Maria. But, like, yeah, why, why is this the cute thing? It's, it's, it's kind of Nikki behavior mm-hmm. to be like, I'm just really capitalizing on this one thing that I think is, like, an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was nonplussed by Maria's performance during the lie detector test. You think she's playing up that she's stressed about this? Yes. I have to say something about nonplussed. Hmm. Did I use it wrong? I'm going to sound like a dick. Did I use it wrong? Wow, we yes. got a real-life male approach. Well... So right now, according to Google definitions, mm-hmm. that is one of the accepted uses. Oh, the way that, that literally, yeah, 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 meaning really but not literally, as well as literally. Uh-huh. Um, nonplussed means shocked beyond words. It's, it's shocked to such a degree that you don't know how to respond. Oh, thank you so much for teaching me that. This is the, this is the reaction I've always hoped to get. Oh my god, it's my favorite thing because part of what, like, well, this is too much about digression. We'll talk about this later. I'm so glad you we said can... that. Thank you so much. One thing I hate is when people use the word impact as a verb and not a noun, which was the original intention of the word. Really? Yes, an impact is the impression that something makes on another thing. Uh Uh-huh. So you can say, the crater made an impact on the moon. Okay. But it's, again, now it's an accepted definition, but technically it's false to say, something that Becky did impacted me. Is there a better verb? Affected. Mm -hmm. Uh, Affected. Or influenced. Or influenced. Right. (gasps) Had such a great influence that it... Had an impact. Correct. Wow, interesting. Thank you all for bearing with me for that. Here we are. Elise was as chill as Nikki was not. Yes. Right, because she was like, I'm not in love with Vinny, I just like him. Yeah. She's like, I'm attracted to Polly. Mm -hmm. I'm not in love. She was just very chill and relaxed. I think it was smart to to put her right after Nikki 
Was it right after Nikki? It, Maria it, was between them, but... but I think it was an interesting juxtaposition. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. To see the two of them, like, yeah, you're right, Nikki was so, like, bound up and, like, I love him. And Elise was right. like, no, I don't. And I found that to be... Right, it really made me like enough. her a lot. And then, is she the one where they, like... Squid went, porn? Yeah. What's squid porn? That was this tentacle porn conversation that Maria and Vinny got into on, like, their first night. I remember that, but how did it become squid porn? That's just what they called it. Oh. I don't know. It was all And it was like upsetting. an offhand thing. And then... But yeah, they capitalized on it. People like what they like. Can't Vinny like what you like? And wasn't it some... Why are we talking about everyone's like secret Maria porn interests? And Vinny was like, cool, I'm into that too. It wasn't like... Well, they Vinny didn't even say I'm into that and like I off to that. They said like, oh yeah, I know what that is. I like, know what I that is. off without it. <laughs> they didn't say I can only with it they just said it's impossible for me to get without it yeah. um I'm I like gonna it. need you in a squid suit stat <laughs> I need to put a squid suit on in there and, you know, and it needs to be a pretty specific squid suit looks like you got four tentacles too few Woo! Oh, boy, um yeah. I did notice a C's joke opportunity on Polly's part Elise she's honest Oh, oh I missed that, that one yeah, that's great he did a great job yeah, that's Love great it. but going back I don't think oh. we talked about Nikki's lie detector test enough because she was talking about like how like yes I am in love with him yes he is the father of my children I will marry him tomorrow I want to have children with him immediately and that was an issue yeah because that seems opposite of what you would think from a dating show where they're like well what it should be that you should be saying that you're in love with him or falling in love with him or something like that and Nikki was like yeah okay I did and I'm more than that and they're all like whoa 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 pump it a brick well this is maybe something you can give someone more insight about too in terms of like the bachelor has a very set progression of first you have feelings for someone feeling some type of way yeah Mm -hmm. then you are starting to fall for them yeah it's like there's like a finely calibrated progression along the journey and if you violate that if you go too fast or not fast enough enough. right and so is a shoe that's Right, and Maria's not going right. fast that's enough. Right. That's Nikki's exactly going right. too fast. And so I think that's the problem is that Nikki isn't isn't ascribing to the normal progression that humans feel good about. Right. And that's why she's getting all the heat of like, whoa, too much, too soon. I do think also though, she's not demonstrating in other situations that like, yes, she's saying the stuff that violates the agreement about what's acceptable when, but she's not backing it up with like normal rational ideas about her feelings. Right, you could say anything you want as long as you back it up with like, but it's reasonable because I feel this way. Right, Mm -hmm. yeah, like she's saying just kind of crazy intense stuff that makes it all seem crazy and intense and also way too fast and like that's why it all feels bad and wrong, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> Ooh, I Nikki. Yeah. You know, I heard her mom doesn't talk to her anymore because she said, I love you too much. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, sorry. Back for you now. Damn. <laughs> oh, that was such a burn. Nikki, are you okay? You I'm can't sorry. handle the truth. <laughs> no, should I get that out? No, please. Uh. So Ron says at some point at some point near this, he says, don't follow your heart, oh, follow yeah, your Ron's penis. Oh, yeah, Ron's still there. Mm. That's when he yelled. He didn't just say, follow your heart, follow your penis. He went, follow your heart, follow your penis. Like, he really punched the penis. Yeah. And watching his teeth. I wish he would punch the penis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Wolf and a half. Run. Well, because he and Wow are both, like, 
you should follow your heart. And then they kind of look at each other and like, well, we followed our hearts yeah. and it didn't work out so right, well. Right, this big conversation to like suddenly like... Yeah. Speaking of, so I was watching Monty Python and the Holy Grail last night and there's this scene with the witch and the guy's making all these like logical problems that are like, and what else floats on water? Wood. Right. So if she floats on water, what's she made of? Wood. Wood. And what else like floats on water? A duck. A duck. Right. Like, so that's all just like... Wait, you're getting into a conversation about how just because you two followed your hearts and you two have divorces on, right. at hand does not mean that everybody no. who follows their heart gets divorced. No. There were and other it's factors. Not like, it's certainly not the case that it's a binary. You have two options. You follow your heart or you follow your penis. Well, I mean, that's a if... Everybody knows that. And then what's the difference? Because I feel like Ron did follow his penis. Yeah, right. Right. His penis is inside of his heart, I think. Yeah, I, think yeah. penis I don't think there's a difference for him. <laughs> Ron's penis, penis looks he like a human heart. He follows his butt to the toilet so he can clog it. He <laughs> <laughs> should clog a barber chair. <laughs> Oh, good one. Oh, Zach boy. from last episode. Oh, so, sadly, j and Ron leave not pleased. Oh, dear. Yeah, j Let j stay. j said she didn't know about Darren, which I was super surprised about. She said something that was like... Because she was threatened. I think so. I think you're probably right. She was like, I don't know about her. And I was like, taking a... I felt like I was getting really hard feedback <laughs> from someone I love <laughs> and trust. Well, it's also... Um, she, she said, said he would crush Elise. Yeah. Destroy Elise. But I think they... Isn't there... Did I invent Hollywood? that there's a... Vinny. No, Vinny. Mm. Isn't there a... Did I invent that there is a thing that Vinny has a very large penis? Only in relation yeah. to Snooky's Very small vagina. But that's yeah. the question that I had. I was like, does she mean sexually? Does she mean that, like, Elise is too live and gentle? Wow, interesting. <laughs> I couldn't tell because then she was like, well, you're too weird and she's too sweet. And I was like... She said destroy. Yeah, destroy, right. Yeah, I was like, what is huh. the... What does that mean? I don't think she could... Unless she asked Elise on the lie detector what size her vagina is. <laughs> she has no Which, basis for knowing. I don't know why they'd cut that out. Why would you cut that out? <laughs> and who of you has ever been pregnant? <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's an interesting question. I don't know. I thought that was... I, I just... I was, re- I was really surprised by all of the um, feedback from Wow and Ronnie because... Yeah, I was surprising to me for a lot of it, and I didn't understand where it was coming from, and I didn't agree with all of it, so I was a little bit like, wait, what's happening? Who's saying what? Well, this is an interesting question, because who is the ideal right kind of mate for Vinny? We know what kind of ideal mate for Angelina. Polly. Yeah, basically. Polly's Sorry, ideal mate, ma'am. obviously, J-Well. Mm-hmm. Or someone like J-Well, with a big personality, who also like has common sense, mm-hmm. who also presents very beautifully, but in a very interesting way. Mm-hmm. Darren, you do that. Mm-hmm. For Vinny, what would it take? A, a girl who's like shy, I mean, a girl who's not too what? Like, I, I think Vinny he, needs to do more personal work to know. I agree. I think he still is in love with his own mom. And that's a little bit jokingly, but I think he does have a bit of a complex around that. Well, because then is he in love with some, like, woman that lives in Staten Island who will clean up after him? Who, like... Maybe. Angelina. Yeah. She wouldn't clean up anything. Can you imagine what her house looks like? No, that's a good point. I guess uh, part of what I think that the fire between Angelina and Finney is, is that 
she fills the space that he fails to fill. Like, yeah. he's such a non-presence in so many situations that she's so big, I think, right. that she, like, they make a little yin-yang for each other. And not only big, but big in this way where she's like, you have to interact with me right now. Right. And she gives him something to feed yeah. off of, which he appreciates. Right. He's like, I don't need to Because he loves a woman something. bringing him out. He loves a woman taking the reins. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And I think it's unfortunate that she's not, or she has not demonstrated to your point, Becky, that she's the type of person who wants to, like, polish his shoes, like Darren, which right. is what Vinny desperately wants. He wants a mother who's going to, like, give him meatballs and a glass of wine and, like, fluff his sweatpants. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that the <sighs> women so far that Vinny is left with are Elise, who they've said is too shy mm-hmm. and needs to She's open up him more. in female form. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Maria, who seems to have trouble breaking out of her She's immature, shell. just like him. Mm-hmm. And... L, who has been interested in both of them. And, and I kind of feel committed. like he's more interested in Polly than him, but now, now that Polly's not interested in her. L, I find very interesting. A lot of the things that I observed about her in this most recent episode and was like, oh, L, I see you. You're great. It's like she's secretly really, really smart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's secretly like. Magna cum laude. That's right. She seems very smart. She seems like she has kind of a quirky sense of humor. She seems like she has a lot of love and respect for her family. Mm -hmm. She can draw better than Vinny. She seems like she likes art. She can draw real well. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and and so I think think Elle might be the girl for him. Elle's a great girl. I don't know if she's a great match for him. I I don't know. I saw something between them. This all goes back to I want someone to serve Vinny's ass on a platter. Because (laughs) I think... I, don't, I think it's unfair to say, like, you need a good woman to shape you up. Mm-hmm. But I think that in Vinny's case, wouldn't it be ideal if he met some woman who was, like, unquestionably attractive, great, everything that's great that he wants, but who also was like, I'm not shining your shoes. You have to shine your shoes. Angelina. Mm-hmm. Well, interesting. Mm-hmm. But somebody who was like, yeah, I can cook. You're going to learn to cook. Right. I'll teach you. It'll be cute. Right. I'll teach you to drive stick. Right. But you have to do it. Right. But I get to drive when we're both driving. Mm-hmm. I just wonder if Vinny can handle that type of... Like, I don't think... Clearly, because he's so beholden to his mother, and she clearly is not a person who puts limits on his expectations of what women can do for him, I wonder if he'll ever be able to receive that type of, in, like... Influence. I think he's begging for it. Really? I think he loves that. You might be right. I think he would be really, like, angsty about it at first. Mm-hmm. And it would take a woman who's so much shaking the reins that she's sticking with it mm-hmm. that long to let him go through it. Like, it would be like Taming of the Shrew, but he's the girl. Mm-hmm. And it would be like, I know you're upset. Mm-hmm. You still have to do it. Yes, you're upset. You're even more upset now, huh? Because I said you have to do it, but you still have to do it. Mm-hmm. And here we are at the end, and you've done it, and now we're both adults. Mm-hmm. I love that, and one of the reasons that I love that is because it feeds into my Angelina theory because I think she would be able to do that. She's got some growing up to do too and I also appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Because also it's really an unfair task to put that on just one woman. Totally. You have to raise a man. Yeah. Like, she should have to be raised as well. Mm -hmm. Becky Susan's! Okay, the final dates. Okay. So we start... uh, Actually, I found this whole thing, all of the final dates followed... The natural trajectory of one date from an oh. afternoon dog adoption Interesting. to bowling mm. to a dinner to dessert Almost. to after dessert painting. 
It's almost as if they only had one crew to shoot everything. And, and didn't care what the dates were. <laughs> <laughs> so we started at the dog adoption place Which is Minnie another Real Housewives of Beverly Hills crossover. Please go for it. Uh, that did take place at Vanderpump Dogs in L.A., which is Lisa Vanderpump's dog center. Adoption place. Uh, and the person who greeted them at the door, I'm pretty sure, is John Sessa, who has recently been embroiled on... Uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills in a dog adoption, dog returned to kill shelter. Uh, Maelstrom involved. Maelstrom involving a puppy named like Juicy Lucy Applegoosey or something <laughs> insane. No. Yes, and Juicy! can I say something else? The reason that Lisa Vanderpump had the lie detector test done on herself was to prove that she didn't leak a story about the dog being returned by Dorit Helmsley to a bad shelter and that she didn't tell TMZ about that. So Why do we care about if Vanderpump lied when a dog's life is on the line? The dog is fine. The dog was returned to Vanderpump Dogs because Good. she's chipped. So the dog didn't lie about it. Lucy Goosey But somebody was trying to return the dog to a kill shelter? That's what some people claim. The owner of the dog, Dorit, claims that she gave her to a nice woman that she met and didn't know that the nice woman was going to take the dog to the kill shelter. Apparently the dog had bit her children and Dorit was like, I can't keep the dog. My God. It's a whole boring mess. But it's unfolding right now on Bravo. Wow. Stay tuned. Watch what happens. Yeah, that's the tagline. That's upsetting. <laughs> yeah. All of this is upsetting. And Colin was like, no, they're at some place called Dog Cafe. I was like, I know what the facade of Vanderpump I Dogs looks like. I actually know what Vanderpump <laughs> Dogs looks like. How many like? pink buildings are there in L.A. that are dog shelter places? 16. I mean. <laughs> Vanderpump Dogs is the only one. There are 16 Vanderpump Dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow, that's a lot of information to take in. Sorry, I know no one cares but about But Juicy me. Goosey is fine. We understand her to be fine, yes. Yeah. What about every other dog who is facing death? They're fine? No, they're no. all still facing death. Mm. Uh, okay, so... That's going to be a good spot. It's not part of the rules, but you might want to take a drink right there. Because things would, got dark. I don't think that's a drinking rule game. <laughs> but I that's would just, drink. Is you've there been confronted a, with the mortality of several dogs around the nation. I have a question for you two wordsmiths. Is there a name for the drinking game with Jersey Shore Family Reunion? Oh boy, yeah, but Jersey shot, family shot, union, double <laughs> shot. I don't know if I can do better than that. Maybe like take a shot at love, or drain them. The Jersey Shore family reunion drinking game for double shot at love. Drain them. Drain them. Drain them is just a thing that you say. It's not something. So that sounds they like drain them. You yell drain them. No one drain them. What? Bottoms up. Who? The double shot at love drinking game with Jersey Shore family reunion. Bottoms up. The Ron's bottom game. <laughs> so there we are. So the answer to that question was no. <laughs> okay, so Vinny and Elise at the dog adoption place. Vinny finds one that looks like her. Which uh-huh. And does a cute it did bit. A lot. I noticed that he did a bit about telling the dog he likes her, like, I like you, Elise. But then she doesn't respond to it, and he's, like, embarrassed. He, like, does a bit that she doesn't get. Mm-hmm. He's very sensitive about stuff like that. So he has to be with a comedian? Doubt that's gonna work. He has to be with someone like his mom, who's constantly going to shower him with affection. Well, who only and, responds oh. to the in, the stimuli that he offers. Like, yeah. Vinny's mom isn't sitting him down and being like, I'm gonna teach you how to fold a t-shirt no. now. 
But she is the type of mom who, when he comes in for dinner, she's like, I made you meatballs. And he's like, I love meatballs. And she goes, oh. Thank you. Good. Well, here's my thing that I've noticed, and maybe we've talked about it on the podcast or not. Uh, I heard that when women say they want a man with a good sense of humor, they mean a man that's funny. Mm-hmm. When men say they want a girl with a good sense of humor, they mean someone who can tell that he's funny. Mm-hmm. So that's, I think, what Vinny would respond best to, someone who can tell when he's doing the timbre of a joke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or I was the, say, the cadence is, of a joke. Is Vinny funny? Vinny is certainly funny. Mm-hmm. Not the funniest man alive. <laughs> But he certainly has a sense of humor for sure. I think you're and right. And Vinny can tell when something's funny. Yeah, I think you're right. Vinny has a better can tell when something's funny sense of humor than a give a joke sense totally of humor. Totally agree. Also, but he has both, I think. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, Vinny could probably come up with a better drinking game name. He would crush Vinny that. Vinny at Jersey Shore Family Reunion. Go for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please, we tag you. Oh, is that Vinny? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's intercut with Polly and Nikki going bowling. Both of them get strikes. Yeah. Great. Well, that's job. Quite, that's how bowling works. Is you each take one shot at it, and, and if you it's get a strike. strike, if you both get strikes, that's great. That's so it's a, a good time. day when you both bowl three hundred. <laughs> I did notice Nikki has a pinky band aid that nobody ever talked about, and we didn't see how she had it, but it was like an intense oh, pinky band aid. Wow. It was like all the way wrapped around, like all. It's like a full fingertip band aid. I didn't band-aid. notice that either. What does she do? Pick her nose too hard? With <laughs> I, I pick my nose. I'm not saying that's something I don't do. Really I'm not above me. reproach. But like... I never pick my nose. Colin. You pick your, your nose fingers up your nose right now. Um, and then I also noticed it looks like they're drinking white Russians. Or at least Nikki it's is. It's something milky. Hey. Went in a bowling alley. That's wonderful. <laughs> they went on a big Lebowski date. No one said anything about yeah. it. You're right. They did. And That's the, cute. The, again, I'm starving. The food they were eating looked so delicious. <laughs> looked like really good fries and like a yummy burger. I really yes. thought that looked good. That okay. is true. Yeah. Um, oh. But we got to get into the fact that this is where Nikki says, you know me better than anyone else. That's a big yikes. And Polly responded, Beautifully. That's a bit. Yeah, he responded. That was when he recoiled. He recoiled. He did his eyes. He's like, he went uh, what? what? Because mm-hmm. of what? And uh, yeah, that whole exchange. He was like, that's strange. I think he did say it was weird. Like, yeah. I, I have a full video of it. It's going to be on the Instagram. She was like, that was such a weird thing. It's again just weird signals from Nikki that like the relationships in her life are not healthy, and mm-hmm. that's a big scare. He knows her so. better than her mom knows her. Yeah, like what? he knows her better than Jermaine. And this is where I will tie it to why... Jermaine knows that she's clingy. He knows her pretty well. Does Polly so know she's Polly. clingy? I think Polly knows she's clingy, Does too. he? I think he does. Well, now he does after the lie detector test. And <laughs> I think true. also telling. Nikki said to Polly, you know me better than anybody else. Darren, on her date with Polly, said, I feel like I know you better than any other man I've dated, essentially. Mm. And I thought that was such an interesting two sides of mm-hmm. the coin of that's a giving I'm receiving the information that you're giving to me it was just a totally different thing well how about this Nikki needs to be seen Mm -hmm. so bad people have needs where the need was not fulfilled Nikki needs to be seen and maybe has never been feeling that way Mm mm-hmm and we look to our romantic others to give us the things we need Mm mm-hmm you're the puzzle piece. You fill me in. Mm-hmm. And that's 
really truly an honest but tragic situation Mm -hmm. to hear someone on a reality tv show ask for that Mm -hmm. in coded language where she's not asking for she's just saying it but like yeah please know me please please somebody has to yeah in this moment on this date was the first moment i felt during this show where i was like this goes beyond what this reality show situation is and I'm concerned about this person and Holly and the whole production crew needs to be very careful about how they handle however this goes. Ideally they would be very careful. I hope that they were. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I am I am concerned for Nikki and it it kind of like it's one thing on The Bachelor when you another love show. When you know that you're <laughs> Thank you for using the appropriate term. <laughs> when you know you're gonna see people who fall hard really fast in this manufactured thing and you're prepared for it in this I wasn't ready for it because it's such a farce and a romp and all of a sudden for somebody who's clearly a struggling individual which I think Nikki is to be deep in feelings in a situation that feels like manufactured but not in a knowable in like a no one thought about it as it was manufactured no one was expecting to actually catch feelings like this in this show well, but and also the brings up the question of how much is she like just saying things she thinks she's supposed to say but that's also deeply troubling because she thinks this is what she's supposed to say? You know me better than anyone else knows me? Yeah. I don't know why that got me. Like, I watch a lot of garbage reality TV. Like, I have a very high threshold for, like, feeling affected by it. But there was something about that exchange that really I even feel like there would be more, me. more tolerance for that kind of thing. And, like, a are you the one situation where it's like, well, I don't know what you guys paired up and talked about in a room when I just wasn't looking, but yes. we've seen every interaction. Yes. Mm-hmm. Between Polly and Nikki. Mm-hmm. What does he know about her? Right. We right. so right. we all know as much about right. her as Polly. Well, does. and um, are you the one? Like again, like I'm glad you brought that up. Like there are times where you see people like in a hanging hammock, like one of those right. weird you're, hammock chairs. You're having your moment, and you can't, you don't hear the conversation. But it, it is a very like pure kind of young, immature love of like I'm gonna barf everything out about myself, and I trust that you're gonna receive it. And those are the couples that are like gaga for each other. And there's something very believable about that, or understandable. Right, it's like you you did something that was not TV appropriate and they didn't even show it on TV and I appreciate that because most good relationships happen off of TV. Yeah. And like all of those relationships like remind me of like being in high school and falling in love where you just want to like you said Becky be seen and heard and you want so badly for someone to see you and understand who you are as a teenage kid and you meet somebody and you just glom on to them. Like in Are You The One it's all very like kind of pure and lovely to me in that way. Well. Here um I don't know. I just, yeah, for her to say that, like, we haven't seen any evidence of them revealing things about each other. It's all, I just, I don't know. And on the heels of the there's no one to come for me on this show, of my family or friends. That was so rough. All of it together is just, it paints a very scary picture for Nikki, and I wasn't expecting it, and I didn't really like it. Well, on a brighter note, everything for <laughs> Vinny. You just need a heavy sigh. I, yeah, that was a big one. Yeah. Everything for Vinny and Maria is going just as well as could be. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Vinny and Maria's date, the fancy dinner. <laughs> Did not care for their sharing your meat and fish exchange. And neither did they. They didn't which, like they it. Were, they, we well, didn't Maria like didn't it. like it. Vinny uh, seemed okay with it. Yeah. And everybody keeps talking about, like, Vinny, you're such a weirdo. You have such a weird sense of humor. And I feel like we know that because they keep telling us it. And sometimes he does something that that actually is that. But that was a moment where I was like, oh, that's what they're talking about. 
Yeah. Well, I, know, I know what you're doing. That was an inside thought, not an outside thought. I bet they were thinking, like, they'll edit this to be classy. <laughs> also, he said, I took Maria on a romantic date on the rooftop of what? Of the house? Yeah. <laughs> the rooftop of what? And then that exchange of the kissing but not kissing and the clammy hands and the, the laughing. Like, laughing too much and he's holding her wrists like he's trapping her. It made me sick. Oh. It made me feel sick. They, over and over and over... They kissed and one of them would laugh. This <laughs> seemed like a complete situation. And again, it was nice to have it juxtaposed against Polly and Darren's very like real sharing of feelings. Mature. This seemed like, yeah, there's just no substance to what... And you guys are... What's awkward is that you're trying to force a connection where you there isn't anything behind it. Is how I interpreted that. Well, that's what it looked like. This is here we are. We're talking about this date. Mm-hmm. It seemed like they were so awkward with each other because they're such a good match and they are the same level of no of self aware and like knowing mm-hmm. that this is awkward. But then there's a certain point where it's like, yeah, you know that this is awkward and you're just not going to do anything else about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that. I don't know. I really thought they were literally the pair until this episode. And maybe it was the editing. I don't know. Yeah. But I was like, as soon as their date happened, I was like, well, clearly she's getting kicked off. Yeah. Well, this kind of thing made sense five episodes ago or whatever when they snuck off for their first kiss. And I was like, yeah, you guys don't really know each other yet. And this is a little, like, silly awkward. It's like a step back from their pool table makeout. Yes. Agree 100%. In Staten Island. Yeah. I hated it. I hated that whole, even more than the Polly Nikki situation, this made me... Polly Nikki situation was like, like comedic relief. Yeah. yeah. That was just this upsetting. Was like, this was like hard to this watch. This was like, you as a show, you shouldn't be putting me through this. Well, and <laughs> after, I'm trying to escape right now. <laughs> after it ended, like, I don't even know if you noticed, Colin, but under your breath you went... Oh my god, that was awful. Like, to yourself, <laughs> you were like on your phone and comes just like, oh god. I must be the worst person to watch TV with because I'm dead silent. Like, I don't say anything. Mm-hmm. I I'm love like, that. I'm the kind of person, you know, yeah. I'm like, I don't want to talk about this. This is consumption for me. And that really affected you. <laughs> yeah, had a real I did not like that. That was, I mean, because that was a real downer. Because it really seemed like Maria was the one. Are you the one? No. You know, that's a great point, Becky. I think, like, going back to what we were talking about earlier of, like, who could be right for him. She does kind of have the mix of all the things that we were talking about of, like, funny, weird, smart, sweet. And easily, like, you have to do the dishes? I don't know how to do the dishes. Pick your own shit up off the floor. Yeah. And so it was kind of a bummer to see them just, like, be completely not a match in this way. Like, it just came to Right, it was like two people meeting for the first time. It was so Mm -hmm. weird. I really... Bummer. Okay, so Polly and Darren's date. It looked like maybe they were having dessert. Well, I don't know. Or yeah, just each wine. Other. She looked hey. so gorgeous. She always is gorgeous. I know, but there was something about her that night. Like, I don't know. I realize I sound like a real Darren fangirl, but I really like her a lot. And I This whole podcast sounds like a Darren fangirl, but like... No, 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 no. Honestly, she's doing really well. Colin can yeah. vouch. Like, I was like, oh no, it's definitely you, yeah. gotta be her. Emily likes Darren before it. It was cool to like Darren. Thank you so much. Yeah. When was it before cool to like Darren? It's always been cool to like Darren. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I thought she looked great I and I thought I was so refreshing to see two adults have an adult conversation she seems like the only one equipped to be in this situation to be like yeah I like you the appropriate amount want to make out at your Houston hotel room 
Um, but I'm also not going to like have sex with you on TV or say that I'm in love with you when I'm not. Mm-hmm. I barely know you, but I think you're very cool. She knows him more than he knows her because she's watched all of Jersey. It's amazing that she's watched all of Jersey Shore. Like, it's just a lot of good signs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I it agree. Just, there's a lot of good, wholesome signs. You're exactly right. That's Everything is signaling just positive potential for more positivity, which is good. Poly D positivity. That's right. Okay. So I did oh my notice. God. When Can you imagine if they actually, like, throughout this process, mm-hmm. up until maybe this, the, the last couple episodes, have been like, nothing's actually going to happen coming out of this. They're going to exit this show, not actually dating anyone, and they're going to go back onto Jersey Shore mm-hmm. family vacation, mm-hmm. and it's just going to be them and they're single again. I've well, always I wonder kind of... if during vacation. Well, when do you think they filmed vacation? Because I wonder if it was before Mike went to prison. Oh, that's an interesting. It has to point. be before Mike went to prison because it covers the wedding. Yeah, but I'm so curious. Like, I'm now actually considering what if one of them? Who knows how, if it'll last? But what if Polly comes out of this dating Darren? Be neat. Ugh, I would love that. One of the reasons that I do like Darren so much is because I believe so strongly in him and in Polly and Jenny being right for each other, but I don't think that that's going to happen. That is tragic. And it breaks my heart. And I agree, but that's a tragedy that I'm not willing to deal with in real life. This isn't even fiction, this is real life. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, and I know, and I I completely, I am there with you. I just don't. I can't handle it. Okay. I'm saying I'm not ready to go there. Okay, so let's not go there. Sorry, I keep marking you with my pen. Um, I will <laughs> say he's furious when when Polly and Darren were making out. Mm-hmm. His hand was on his own leg, <laughs> and I was like, I "That's so scary!" Feel like <laughs> you should put your hand probably on the other person, but also <laughs> it's TV. Maybe that was like a really don't knock it till I try. I have tried making out with someone with my hand on my own leg. It's very awkward. <laughs> So then Vinny and Polly, and no, Vinny and Elle went on a painting date. Yes, the first of Elle's two dates. Okay, and she's a good yeah. drawer. They don't paint anything, a actually. A serviceable <laughs> drawer. Yeah. <laughs> she draws fine. This is a beautiful Vinny draws portrait. a picture of her that looks like the character from The Ring. <laughs> yeah. Like, I also don't add her likeness, I thought. I guess so, but it what seemed a little like, like? Uh, I'm going to do a cursory <laughs> sketch of her uh, facial features and then heavily draw her hair. Well, I know exactly who the hair looks like. Black. <laughs> black and long. That's the same black color as my around the face. <laughs> it definitely goes around the head. <laughs> Um, this is the point where I did a ranking system where I wanted to figure out who actually likes whom. Mm. Great. Mm-hmm. This reminds me uh, a little bit, by the way. Remember in original Jersey Shore, at some point they had their like chalkboard and they of did a sketch who, of who all had hooked up with who. Mm-hmm. But only kissing. Yeah. Yeah, but I love it. Okay, so what do I have? I don't know who Elle likes, but I have a sense that she likes Polly more than she likes Vinny. But asking him to fight for her too, right? did not work I out. I take on that. Uh, I think Polly actually likes Darren and Elle, but not enough to keep her from Vinny. I think up until now, Polly has actually liked Nikki, but mm-hmm. I think he's... Yeah, I think Maybe that's it's just gone. how they've edited things that I'm going along with how I'm supposed to feel, but I, it seems like he's kind of backing out of that. Yeah. 
I think Vinny actually likes all three of his matches, but obviously decided Maria was the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, Maria, I don't know if she likes Vinny actually. Uh, Elise, I think she likes Vinny appropriately. Nikki w- is inappropriately in love with Polly. <laughs> and Darren is appropriately into Polly. I agree with all of yeah. that, though, uh, except for one point, which is I think that part of the reason Elle got so emotional on her Polly date is because I think she wants to want Polly. I think yeah. that she, like, finds him very attractive, and yeah. there's all the trappings of the thing. She likes the idea likes of a relationship with Polly. But yeah. I think she really has heart for Vinny, and I think that she was coming to terms with, like, I have to let go of this, like, perfect ideal of a dude who's mm-hmm. like the dude I saw myself with and realize I like this big sweet dork yeah so her date with Polly was like in a tapestry room with like a tabouli platter I'm taking her to Morocco yeah they, oh, I miss they that. flew to Morocco for the date in a yeah. pager yeah in a pager cool Polly was it was kind of cute actually he's like I travel a lot for work and so I thought it might be fun to travel with Elle we're gonna go to Morocco That's missed all of that I was like oh yeah. I mean, he didn't think of any of that, but he said it. So here we are at the barbershop. The barbershop's back. Yeah, yeah it's mm. been a few episodes. Been a, been they a minute. They finally need another tape up. Thought they sold back those chairs for money. I figured maybe they were going through the cab ceremonies frequently enough that they didn't have their hair grown out enough to actually get haircuts. Yeah. Could be. Could be. I did think Vinny got a really good fade this time around. And then I was like, what would it look like if he got a fade... Where the beard also faded in. <laughs> so it was like a fade in the middle of his head. Yeah. I uh, routinely think that Vinny's beard looks too long for how his, the rest of his fade is. But what do I... I assume that he knows what well, he's you doing. Would, you know the most. You're a boy. Okay. So the cab <laughs> ceremony. They finally brought them all down together, which I appreciated. That was nice. Yeah. I thought it was... Okay. So when they finally eliminated Maria... She gave a little hug. They took her out to the car. I like that they're bringing the bags down now for the girls. I don't know if they always did that. Mm-hmm. I think they definitely did not. Um, I like that he wanted another hug. I like that Vinny wanted like another hug goodbye. And I honestly felt like that was a space for her to be able to be like, if she wanted to, she would have been like, I actually do really want to get to know you, and I'm sorry that like I'm like this, but like, I really like you, and I, I would love to get to know you off the show. Like mm. any anything, she could have said anything, mm-hmm. and I think it would have been met pretty well. But she didn't, so mm. it didn't. The end. Yeah, the end. Yeah, I don't know. I I think that she, I think that they're not a good match, and I think that she may not actually have strong feelings for him, but it has tried to, and has tried to find a way to, and has done what she needs to on the show because she understands what is appropriate to continue on but I like it well, makes like, sense that they're done. realistically reality TV realistically she did make it to the second to last episode so whether or not it's a love match she did do what she needed to do as a reality television star to like cement her place on the show mm-hmm so that's a win mm-hmm it's just a depressing one mm it's a love thing tricky business Mm. Hopes and dreams for the finale. Next episode. Did you see the next one? No, I did not. Their moms are coming. Oh, Polly yeah, and Vinny's yeah. moms. I've never coming. met, Polly's, met mom. Polly's mom. No, Maybe on his individual reality show, which I did not watch. 
Oh god, that exists. It was like Polly in Rhode Island. Don't that. watch me. Mm-hmm. I feel like Vinny's had like five individual yeah, reality yeah. shows with his mom. Yeah. yeah. Vinny and his mom flip a house. Yeah. <laughs> Vinny and his mom cook a dinner. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna meet Paula. Thank God. Yes. Paula's gonna cook in a course meal and stand up cooking while they're eating. Vinny's gonna send all of his dates home and decide to just stay with his mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Either that or like Darren will be cooking in the kitchen with her and like Vinny will be like, hmm, no thought about Darren boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's interesting. There is something like at the very beginning of this episode when it's like everyone was like, the house is so quiet now. And then uh, Darren was like, soon. There's going to be one. Well, at least two. Soon, soon there's going to be two, right? That's the More way the show four, works. Because you're not going to stay in the house having already matched. As soon as you down to the final two, you're gone. Right. The end of Double Shot of Love isn't there's one person who they both are in love with. Uh, one thing I would like to say about when Darren said that was that she revealed that what we previously thought, or what I previously thought, was a green screen or a fake wall. Me too! She knocked over the shot glasses! Is a weird slanty shelf of lit it's shot glasses! Actual physical that was quite set. a moment felt like reality a person television. reached out through the television head and shoulders and went, What's up? And this is back. real! Like, it was so. Get! Real. Yeah. I, I was not prepared for it. It came out of nowhere. That was hilarious. Do you think she planned that? I don't know. Doubt it. I don't. I don't. But, think and that's she just did. the reality we're getting. But like, wow. how was that thing a real physical shelf with lights and shot glasses? It's always at a different angle and different heights and different lighting, and it's always askew. And Please a don't not get over consistently drunk girls that we ask to get drunk. Oh, is well, that why it always looks sitting, different? Like, Six Maybe. inches. People are knocking it over all the time. <laughs> like, it's a they different show that. slants. Oh, I was, I really loved that a lot. Yeah, it was Sorry, a, that's a What pleasure. are your hopes and dreams? I think, obviously, my hope is that Darren and Polly ride off into the sunset together, whatever that sunset might hold. I hope that they go there as a couple. The Sunset Strip? Yeah, that's right. Reno, mm. baby. <laughs> is that the Sunset <laughs> I don't know. Strip? <laughs> Somewhere in Nevada. Um, I just... I don't know, Vinny. He has a residency at Chippendales. Yeah, you should just go do that. Do that. Like I and I, I wouldn't mind an ending. Just a residency like, at Chippendales. Yeah, it's amazing. What? I <laughs> yeah, I reposted a picture from our Instagram on it. He's like fully jacked and naked, and like has his hand over his junk. What? Hold on. <laughs> yeah, and it's. <laughs> Let me pretty get good. my phone. It looks pretty good. <laughs> Listeners, may I say I've been on a number of bachelorettes and one bachelor party, and nobody has ever gone to a stripper. And I'm just saying I've never planned my wedding, but I've planned my bachelorette, and I am seeing Tippendales. Yeah, of course. And that's how, like, after you go to stripping school, you have to get your residency. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yes. And then after. <laughs> and you have to get your specialty. Yeah, you right. have to figure out. You have to, you have to do a bunch of rotations. Yeah. Yeah. For an internship. Four weeks as a construction worker, yeah. six <laughs> weeks as a barber. Yeah. <laughs> you have to do rounds a couple times. Yeah, yeah emergency stripping. Yeah, all the EMT, firefighter, policeman. <laughs> hey, that Keto Guido, man. Keto. Yeah, he's doing well. He looks great in the picture. That's good. Um, my hopes and dreams. JL swoops in and becomes Polly's one and only. Mm-hmm. Short of that, obviously Darren. I guess I'm for Vinny. I guess Elise or Elle. I'm I'm even. Yeah, I don't have a preference. No preference. No uh, offense. I don't think either one would last, and not because they're not all stand-up people. Big fan of Elise. Big fan of Elle. 
I think Ella's like too much for Vinny, and I think Elise is like too little for Vinny in one way, but also too much for Vinny in that she has her own life and she needs to do some figuring out as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And once she does, it'll be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yep. I hope and dream. I would really love to see Darren show up on a future episode, whether it's that she and Polly are dating in some way, but. It, She's someone I'd like to continue to see be a part of I this world. I can't wait world. to see how Shot at Love crosses over infiltrates or not into Jersey Shore yeah. Family Vacation Season 3. Yes. I would also, mm. I hope and dream for some Nutella. Mm. Oh my god, I'm so And hungry. not in the middle <laughs> of an M&M. Thank you! Thank you! That's it. That's our episode. If you haven't finished your drink, drain them! I'm the sweetest bitch you'll ever meet. <laughs> after I have sex with a guy, I will rip their heads off. Alright, now I'm gonna do some ASMR. I have an itch on my nose and I'm gonna scratch it. I'm scratching my metal nose. <laughs> That's right. I'm a robot. <laughs> Truth is out there. <laughs>